3: Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything.
4: Winter
5: is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Pirelli Tires. Greetings and welcome inside the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Hey, I remember you. Yeah, you know, listen, uh, you know, sometimes I I have to wake up early in the mornings and do shows and drink a lot of coffee. And today's one of those days where I had to do that this morning and now I'm going to drink a lot of coffee tonight. I already had a half uh, cup of coffee before the show.
4: I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. Well, I'm ready. Well, good. I mean, I had a lot of folks start suggesting name changes for the show. And, oh, really? After after, yeah, after people a, after a day, uh, you know, really? New, new hosts. I mean, you know, I, like lots of different things. Hey, what about this guy? He's after a funny. day.
5: It's been one day. It really, no, it's been people, a few. It's, it's, it's been, been
4: a minute. Or actually, it might have seemed like a lot longer than it was. It's been yeah, a very yeah, strange yeah. 96 hours in our collective world uh, yeah. and a lot of big sports headlines, certainly to keep things flowing. And, you know, when we talk about, uh, well, there were a lot of Mets stories, too, mm-hmm. ju- that just kind of got buried. So yeah, that's it, good. All right. So just just to be clear, it was a Friday
5: and uh-huh. then it was a Monday. Yeah. There are two days off in between. It was a, it's Friday. a long time. It was, that, that's it. It's not like I've been gone for a month. And I don't know where the guy went. You know, he went. He, you know, he, he went to go. To, he went to go take off with Frodo and Samwise, and I, I don't know when he's coming back. It was Friday, dude. The and world moves quickly. What do you want from and, and, me? And and, I'm just telling it, you what it is. I'm just saying. I, and I actually, I was actually on the. I was actually working. It wasn't that I left. I was actually working during the morning. I was doing that. You and I work during the day on Thursday. Anybody say, oh, let's have a big lineup change. Come on, this is not ESPN Radio. We're not just going to take everything and throw it out the window and say, hey, let's bring everything else in because nothing's working right now.
4: Come on. That is a hot line shift in a media environment Oof. like I've never seen Man. before. Go, go, no, 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 go. No, no, go. no, 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 no. ESPN Radio, this is, hey, the Marlins won the World
5: Series. What are we going to do? We're just going to let everybody go. just going to let everybody go and start over again completely. Just, just take it all down to the bottom and just rip it to the studs and go again. I mean, come on, we're not doing that.
4: No, no, no. But it's good to hear your voice. It's been a minute. I, I caught you a little bit this morning as as you and Doug were chopping it up. So uh, it's good to have you back. Uh, the gang back together as best we can here on a, on a yeah, and-
5: Tuesday night. And today, there's so much stuff today with the NBA and, and the NFL PA had to tell the NFL to go kick rocks. That's going to be a big story. Uh, Joe West turns out to be a coronavirus truther. Uh, it was just an insane, insane day it capped off by the drama going on with Deshaun Jackson. When I left, was, okay, Mahomes is going to sign this big contract. He's got the big deal. All right, great. That'll be big. Nope, nope. Deshaun Jackson says, nope, I want to quote Hitler and Louis Farrakhan in the social media post. What could possibly go wrong? Uh, this is gonna be the bop bop. I'm just gonna put this out there.
4: Uh yeah, oh last my goodness. night that started to break, but I couldn't make heads or tails out of the first couple of instances that went up. We were reading it and looking at it at the different notes, going, All right, he he said this. Alright, what's the context? And then I wake up this morning and obviously it has spiraled into a whole other thing. Yeah, I
5: get up this morning and I go, okay, why is, why, when I get to Twitter, because I, you know, I get, get up early getting ready, you know, filling for Dan Patrick, and I get on Twitter and I, I'm going, why is Deshaun Jackson trending? What, what could Deshaun Jackson have done to make up, is he not playing? I thought, you know, because I play this game with myself sometimes, I go, why is so-and-so trending? And I'm trying to think. Why would so and so be trending? And my first thought was, he has announced he's not going to play this year in the NFL. He's not feeling safe, coronavirus wise, COVID 19. We're seeing a lot of players say this. You know, Adam Silver said today the bubble could burst in Orlando if if positive coronavirus tests you know infiltrate it. And I thought, nope. Deshaun Jackson said he's not playing. Oh, no, no, no. That would have been a better headline for Deshaun Jackson. As earlier today, the headline and the fallout has been incredible as the Eagles wideout posted a quote on social media uh, that he attributed to Adolf Hitler in which it says that white Jews will blackmail and extort America. He also went on to quote from Louis Farrakhan, leader of the Nation of Islam, who has been denounced as anti-Semitic many times. Uh, after this came out and started to a lot of attention to Sean Jackson put out an apology saying hey I have no hatred in my heart towards no one and he put out some emojis I'm like you quoted Adolf Hitler or you thought you were quoting Adolf and here's the worst part it was a made-up quote it was not a real Hitler quote but you still thought you were quoting Hitler and you want to say I have no hatred in my heart towards anyone I mean I I I I I, you know there's certain things I can say all right is someone just really not smart enough to understand what they did. I mean, they're really just not smart enough. No, everybody knows who Adolf Hitler is. And I see this and I go, wow, wow, how racist is that? I cannot believe that he posted that. And oh, by the way, you want to quote Adolf Hitler. Adolf Hitler didn't like anybody that wasn't blonde hair, blue eyed. wasn't just Jewish people. He didn't like anybody. So Deshaun Jackson's quoting someone, that Hitler would say, whoa, 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 we don't, I don't like you either. I, I can't get over that. It but was just even taking it insane. further.
4: Right. The the quote, as many have stopped it, is at the black male Americans. And then it it talks about extorting and the plan for world domination that only gets upended if black people stop it. So basically calling for potential arms and a fiery war. I mean, it's not just as I, I Shutter to think, saying the words. It's not just as simple as the blackmail Americans. No, no, no. It goes one step further oh, in this... terms of, of potentially inciting other, not just rhetoric, but action. And so anybody trying to dismiss this, and also trending, you probably saw the name Cooper uh, sitting there with it, and that's the the natural extension of this as far as NFL terms. But this is in. We're we're talking twenty twenty right now, mm-hmm. right? And not that it's excusable, understandable at any point, and then trying to say you have no hatred. Uh, come on now, no, you have <laughs> hatred. That's racist. That's what it is. I, I, I don't I don't know what what you know. You're trying to say, well, I didn't really know what I was reading. No, no, no. No, you're an educated man. And and here's you're- the thing, and and that that's why I
5: get you talk about is that this is said by someone who talks about things like this all the time has the has the really difficult and in-depth religious race conversations because you're not just finding a quote from Hitler and putting it up you're not just finding quotes from Louis Farrakhan and putting them up this is like this is someone who has these kinds of conversations all the time and because we're in a case where you know, I I want to I want to make sure people know how I feel about it. All right, You know, I, I've I've not been around my teammates or friends for a while, and look, everybody gets a little stir crazy for whatever reason. Thought I think this is a good idea to put this on on the internet and and to put this out there. And it, it, this is this is where you need that Herm Edwards, don't press send phone because that's what's gonna. I got yeah. about button, don't press send, and that's what happened. But you can't cut this up any other way as wow this is incredibly racist now let's hear Deshaun Jackson's apology before we get to the next part and next phase of this go ahead Vince
2: I just want to first off extend an apology on the behalf of me and uh, what I stand for because I never want to put any race down or any people down and uh you know my post was definitely not intended for any anybody of any race to feel any type of way especially the Jewish community I definitely didn't mean it to the extent that you guys took it. And I, I just want to let you guys know that I'm very apologetic, and I just want you guys to understand that it, it never was intended to put any race down or any religion down. He, did, he
4: quoted Adolf Hitler. No, I don't want to put a race or religion no, down. No, 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 no. The, he the quoted key, Adolf Hitler. Right, but I the mean, key part on. of the line is, to the. Ex- I didn't mean it to the extent you guys took it. Oh, well, what the hell does that mean? How is that an apology? It's like the uh, you know no. the a no offense, but look, right, whatever anybody does that, it's like all right. Here comes uh, at least a kidney shot. Let's see, let's see what kind of kind of verbal assault you're about to <sighs> in- encounter here. No, no, no. The yeah, I I didn't mean it to the extent you all took it. That's that's awful. Uh, that that's that's a. Uh, that's not an apology. No, and now even, even little, though they put out a nice, worded, yeah. nicely worded PR statement, you know, through his agency, you know, and now we got a little bit of here. Stephen Jackson, former
5: oh, NBA no. star, who is now also involved in this because he is backing up what Deshaun Jackson said. Vince, go tell hear a little bit of that.
2: He was trying to educate himself, educate people, and he's speaking the truth. Right? He's speaking the truth. You know, he don't hate nobody, but he's speaking the truth of what of of, of the facts that he know and try to educate others but y'all don't want us to educate ourselves. So wait a
5: minute. Stephen Jackson says that Deshaun Jackson is speaking the truth when Deshaun Jackson cited a fake quote that was attributed to Adolf Hitler. So how can you speak the truth about a fake quote? I mean, I, 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 that—that's the first part I don't get. Like, does Steven Jackson know this was a this was not a quote from Adolf Hitler? I mean, that that that's where this starts to really get down the rabbit hole. And you are just you are you are just looking at things, going, I, "Do I live in the same world as everybody else?"
4: No, and and look, calling this awful doesn't stop looking at the the tweets and we talked about president trump a a bit yesterday uh george reister and i i'm sure you and and doug broached that the one of the last two mornings uh you know the the discussion of bubba wallace uh and everything there no they're they're all part of the same thing it's (laughs) i can denounce them all right they're they're all equally uh, offensive and and mind-numbing at least from where I sit uh, and, and, and for Deshaun Jackson, you know, our, our business is sports. We keep it in sports. And when players, whether it's a, a legal issue or something of this ilk, it is fair game to be talked about.
5: Look, th- the bottom line here is that this is a time in this country where we're all supposed to be coming together right? Everybody's seen what's going on. You can't fight hate with hate. And that's exactly what Deshaun Jackson tried to do. And that's what Steven Jackson is saying. Yeah, he's trying to speak the truth. Wait, you're trying to speak the truth that you think that they're, they're the that, that white Jews are trying to control the world and, 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 and black people have to go stop them? That's what you're saying? Really? That's what you're saying? It's it, So first of all, for that message to get out, I think everybody knows you can't fight hate with hate. Now, as far as Deshaun Jackson goes, right now his status with the Eagles has not been addressed. But I would guarantee you this is this is this is what's going on right now. He met with uh, uh, Jeffrey Lurie and Howie Roseman. How ironic! He had to meet with Howie Roseman. Uh, you know, he, he had to meet with them and talked about how sorry he was. There has been no decision mm-hmm. on Deshaun Jackson. Even though you mentioned Riley Cooper, who for some reason unfathomably was kept by the Eagles. That's seven years ago, man. Yeah, I know. It's a different world now. But still, I mean, in what world should that have been okay? Okay. You know, I, right. Jeffrey Lurie was the guy that made the call that Riley Cooper backstage at a concert dropped the N-word in a very derogatory way. It was caught on camera, and somehow he was able to stay in the National Football League. I mean, that, that he should have been out back then. I was stunned the Eagles got to keep him. And, you know, now that's the first thing people think of because it's still in our, in our memory. You know, it's seven years ago. Well, here's Deshaun Jackson saying this. You kept uh, Riley Cooper when he said the N-word. Okay, you got to keep Deshaun Jackson. No, you don't. You know, we, we can't be at a time either we're against all racism or 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 you're or, or you're not fighting the same battle we should be fighting. Right. You can't just be against racism for one race. You have to be against racism for everybody because that then then you're that, that's not even you're not talking about racism. You're talking about uh, elitism and, and 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 selecting and who you are supporting. No, you've got to be against racism and. I don't see how he can stay on the Eagles because every day he stays on the Eagles, every hour, this story is going to get outside of football. And it's going to be how does this guy still how does he still have a job when he says this when if it was a white player they would have been cut right away they're not meeting with Jeffrey Lurie and Howie Roseman none of that is happening they are just cut right away so it's now you're dealing with something that you really don't want to deal with and and you shouldn't be dealing with I don't see how he stays now are the Eagles sitting back right now and saying ah, let's see how it goes let's see let's see if this story goes away or if it winds up you know if it if it will do something but right now you. Deshaun Jackson's kind of in limbo, but I can't see how he survives staying on the Eagles after this. You know, and it's not it's not violating his freedom of speech because he's not put in jail for this, right? He's not he's not right. under a, th- a threat of harm, which is what freedom of speech is. He's free to say what he wants to say and other people are free to have their own reactions. And if the reaction is to cut Deshaun Jackson, it's to cut Deshaun Jackson. If the freedom of speech protects you from going to prison or physical harm, right? That's freedom of speech. Freedom of speech doesn't say you can say whatever you want and still have a job. You know, we say it all the time. People want freedom from responsibility, and that's not freedom of speech. I, I can't see him surviving this, and I really was surprised it didn't happen right away. But I know what is in the, the first thing they thought of is, we kept Riley Cooper. How do we do this? All right. We made we really made a mistake a few years ago. Boy, I can't believe we kept him. But now how do we deal with this? Because how we look, we look at is we kept the white player who said something bad and we're getting rid of the black player who said something bad. How do we do this? The world has changed and we have to be against all forms of racism. So I I, I don't see how in the end Deshaun Jackson stays an eagle.
4: Yeah, it's it seems to to that end, you know, where we're at in 2020 and and the way the world is shaped and, and voices heard that that should be the end game, right? As much as you can say the precedence was set back in 2013, if we're going to say that whatever we thought collectively, not you and me, but society at large thought was okay in the, I don't know, pick any year, right? I mean, you pull up any movie made from from the 50s, uh, in the Disney Plus app, there's a disclaimer up in the corner for some of these things. Of, hey, some of these scenes you know, were accepted at the time, right? We, we do that. Well, you could do that for seven years ago, too, right? The world changes, and right now it's changing pretty fast. And for Deshaun Jackson, he, he fits into where, where these discussions are related to race and it's all races, all people. And, you know, we have to apply it the same way. And Riley Cooper should be something we learn from, not to try to justify not taking action today.
5: Twitter at how about a fresca, Mike at Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith show with Mike Harmon live from the Geico studios. We'll have more on the Deshaun Jackson uh, story coming up, as well as, uh, you know, there, there's stories where I go, boy, Somebody's got guts. And then there's stories where I go, well, those are guts that I I can't even imagine. And we had another one of those in the NFL. What the NFL asked of the players today took so much guts. I'm glad the players told them to stick it. We got all that and more coming up. Keep it right here. Jason Smith, Mike Harmon, Fox Sports Radio.
7: Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
6: Fox Sports Radio, it is
5: the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon live from the Geico Studios. Uh, we got Jay Glazer coming up in about 40 minutes. He's going to stop by all the latest from the NFL, Deshaun Jackson, NFL labor wise, And, you know, just a little bit more on Deshaun Jackson before we get into uh, just a story that, that made me back away and go, boy, the NFL has a lot of balls. Uh, is that, you know, we talk all the time about needing to listen. Right about about you know what, when I don't understand something I need to listen right. Drew Brees said I need to listen. I need to listen to my teammates, listen to players, tell me about uh, what it really meant when Colin Kaepernick was kneeling uh, during the national anthem, and, and you heard that from a lot from many people, even. Um, uh, 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 what's his name who, who uh, uh, lost his job the Sacramento Kings play-by-play guy um, he said Grant that Napier. Uh, Grant Napier said I need to listen I need to listen more to people when, when, when they talk about things things I don't understand I shouldn't say and I need to listen more And there is no guy who needs to listen more than Deshaun Jackson. I mean, no guy. I mean, the the guy, you know, gets in all kinds of hot water today for quoting Adolf Hitler and Louis Farrakhan in in a couple of posts that are really derogatory towards Jewish people. It's it's as racist as you could possibly get. And I'm really stunned. He still has a job right now. And, you know, I I, I don't know how long it will happen. I I have to think at some point the Eagles are going to cut bait on him and let him go. But if there's anybody who needs that, I need to be educated on things, it's him. Because when, when this is what you're doing and you think this, this is a good idea on social media for me to put that out there, no, you need to understand things about Adolf Hitler, about uh, Louis Farrakhan and things that he has said and done. You need to understand these things, and you don't. There's nobody and, – and, and it works both ways. You know, every, People of all different races, and, and, and they need to be able to – hey, if I have an issue, I need to be able to listen more. I need to be able to understand more about what something means and what something doesn't. Uh, you know, I mean, I remember in the beginning – when Black Lives Matter came up and there was the big controversy between Black Lives Matter and All Lives Matter. And I, I didn't understand why All Lives Matter was such a big, then, then you know, I said, you know what, I got to educate myself on this. I got to understand why, why, why this is bad and why, and this is back at the beginning. This is when Black Lives Matter first started. And then you realize the point, and it's pretty simple, is that, hey, our point is that Black Lives Matter and they really haven't, not to how they should. They don't matter as much as all the other lives. And so we need to focus on that. And then you get it. I, I said, okay, I understood. You know, sometimes it's, you, you need to do a deep dive on things. Sometimes you need to just do a little bit of research, something. But, you know, when, when it's Deshaun Jackson, uh, he needs to be somebody that, that is really has to say, all right, I need to listen now. Not just, I'm sorry. I didn't mean it. He needs to say, I'm going to listen because the apology that he put out there, that was there, I, I, didn't, I didn't buy it at all. So hopefully that's the next step for him. And uh, again, if he's still in the NFL, if he's still a Philadelphia Eagle, that's not going to be a good headline for the NFL, the Eagles, or anybody. In the coming days.
4: Yeah, I know Carson Wentz reportedly reached out to him and, and trying to get some understanding and teammates, and, and he'll have to go through that part of the process while while a member of the Eagles. Uh, and listening goes with the little L uh, and the capital L when we, we're talking about, you know, listening, just you and I talking here on Fox Sports Radio. And we thank you wherever you are, uh, listening and being part of our extended family. Uh, I hope you hear what we say. And don't try to, you know, infer something that maybe you, you didn't hear. I uh, appreciate that. Uh, but, you know, we talked about how the world has changed. Seven years ago was Riley Cooper's incident. They decided at the time that was okay. I don't know how in any part of the earth that was okay. He went back into the locker room, gets an extension, moves on. 2020, it's a different world. And when we're talking about listening, it's the, the larger. All right, I hear what you're saying. But I don't understand all the context. I don't understand all the history. And that's one of the things, you know, we go back to our schooling. You know, what was in history books, what wasn't, what, what we've been privy to and what you sought out, what you didn't, uh, and how much you exposed yourself. And that's the same thing that we're going through as a society on a big level right now. Uh, and here with, with Deshaun Jackson, he hit on one of uh, the, there's no hiding that, right? That's, that's the easy one in terms of everybody's been exposed to that part of history, yes, or or maybe not, because both he and Steven Jackson didn't quite seem to get that one.
5: Uh, You know, I... The one thing that I can, when you want to understand the genesis of how things like Riley Cooper and how Deshaun Jackson get to where they're at, is that I, you know, I vividly remember going. I think we had uh, this is one of the controver. I think it might have been the Riley Cooper controversy, in which we had Akbar Bajbi Amila on the show, former NFLer now, you know, nin- American Ninja Warrior superstar, and he told us on the show. He says, "Listen." You know one thing that people don 't realize is that there are all kinds of conversations and racial terms that are thrown out in the locker room when it 's just the players together, whether mm-hmm. you know players are cracking jokes or they're you know it, it, about jokes about sexual preference everything else but it 's all done in a in, in a way where this is a private conversation and we 're just finding a way to crack each other up or or it 's not done maliciously it 's just that 's the way we, you know athletes talk to each other and these are private conversations and that and, and that's how it goes. And you wouldn't believe you'd hear it all the time. And, you know, so for that, I can see where, all right, because I have these conversations, I'm not thinking when I go out and I say something and Riley Cooper says what he said at a concert and Deshaun Jackson puts his stuff up on social media. But it's like at some point, you you know, you have to have half a, a brain in your head to go, OK, well, wait a minute. Now, I'm, I'm outside. I'm not talking to my friends here and I'm not telling an off color joke or I'm not saying, oh, maybe this is not a great great thing to say so that part of it yeah that's just being stupid you know you know not realizing that I can't take this conversation and have it with uh you know with anybody you know back out in public but the the part is you realize when when you're talking the way that they're talking well that's racist and and that that's how it's going to go but you know the the whole part of of not understanding you know language that you can say you can you know take it to another place that's where you realize you're just stupid in fact I'll tell you this You you write a great story you a great, story. Sure. Here's a great story. Sure. It's a great story to give a little lightness of this, to tell you what it means about language and what you can and can't say. So my freshman year of college, my first time away from home for all, for all of us, really, it's the first time away from home, right? Sometimes you go to summer camp for a while, but, you know, you're away from home for a long time. And the first time you're away from home from beginning of September until... Uh, Thanksgiving is the longest time you are going to go without a break, being able to go home or not have school. It's the, the longest time you get there. It's, it's nearly three months worth because then you have a month till Christmas, then you have two months until spring break, and then you're, you know, you're a month and a half away from, from you know, finishing the year. So I remember my first year, my language just completely went to blank. Like I was cursing all the time. Right, like I like everything. Like it, it didn't matter. Like everybody was cursing all the time. And I, I'm not saying I was saying no. I don't mean we're saying that. No, I just mean like cursing, using the f word as everything else. And it was uh, like I I had no filter about using. And none of us did. We're all away from home and we're cursing at each other. We're yelling, blank you, blank you to each other all the time. You know, that's just you know just how it goes. And it was. <laughs> I called my grandparents. It was the beginning of November. I'll never forget this. Beginning of November, I called them on the phone and I talked to them every every month or so. And they're both. On on the phone, my grandmother, my grandfather, and and I'm talking to them, and they said, "How's it going with your roommates?" And my one roommate, he and I didn't get along really well, and and uh, we were just different people, and it was fine. We turned out to be uh, friends afterwards. We just couldn't, we just couldn't be roommates. And he was uh, one thing he did that just, just I, I couldn't understand was he felt that the uh, laundry in the in the building we were in it was always busy, so he would take his laundry to another dormitory hall to go do it. And I'm like, okay. What? What, what, what are you doing with that? Just wait. You wait and you put your stuff here and you wait for someone to finish and you put your stuff in. It takes just as like You're walking to another dorm and now you're taking that away from other people who, who you know, that's where they live. This is what's assigned to them. And he goes, oh, like this whole
4: <laughs> yeah, that thing. was what you were worried about. No, that's what I said. Were you, a, I, were I'm, I'm you like, sad he wasn't with you? I mean, what's I go, the deal?
5: No, no, no. I said, you're mad that people are using up this. So now you're going to go use up somebody else's, right? I said, you just stay and you wait in line and when someone finishes, you get down there and if you have to sit in the in the laundry room, for an extra you know 10 minutes that's kind of how it goes you bring a book you do work whatever it is you stay that's how it that's how it works you want to wait for something you wait in line and he was like no no i do this i do this i do this so anyway it wasn't something we fought about it's just something i thought okay he's crazy so i'm talking to my grandparents (laughs) on the phone (laughs) i like that that's the that's the line crazy dude man (laughs) so so i'm talking to oh no he was a guy he said that he slept with the light on over his bed because it kept him warmer I'm like it just keeps us up you're other roommates it keeps us up can you turn the light off no keeps me warm over near the window i go it's a light bulb do you have it right on your face what do you mean it keep no i i'm warm under the so this is the, this, this is some of the things that i dealt with i go right, so oh some my god
4: psychological bridges Gap, yeah, yeah. I close think the I think this on. is. Sure.
5: I think this is why it's it's hard for me to, to talk to people that don't talk with logic about things. That I just go, I, I just need to walk away from you. So anyway, so so to get to this, so I'm talking to my my grandparents. And my grandmother was always, you know, you know, how are things going with everything else? You're getting your bedding all the time. I said yes. Then he goes, how's it going with your laundry? Are you doing laundry enough? And I go, yeah. I go, you know, sometimes I gotta wait because there's a lot of people in the building. And I go, oh man. And let me tell you, my roommate. He leaves the effing dorm to go do his effing laundry. I can't effing believe he does that, and, except I didn't say effing. And I stop, and, I, and, and neither of them say anything, and I go, oh, my God, I just said the F word three times to my grandparents. And my grandmother finally just goes, oh, oh, my. And my grandfather goes, you slipped up. You slipped up. What are you, how, what you, how are you talking up there at school? How are you talking up there at Syracuse? You slipped up. That's, he said I slipped up like five times, and I, I do not know how to come back from that. I mean, what do I say? But I was just talking that way. I mean, this is how we talk. You know, every, cursing and cursing, and I go on, and I, I, say, I say the F word three times to my grandparents.
4: Well, it showed you uh, had grown up in those couple of months that you have oh, been, uh, been away from. It was tough. It was tough, Mike Harmon. I'll tell you, that was a tough phone call. Had you really never slipped up with the with the grandparents before? Not
5: like that, where I said it three times in the span of like five seconds. My my effort, like like saying Beetlejuice, 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 Beetlejuice. to go do his blanket laundry in another blanket dormitory.
4: <laughs> I, said, I, can't I like that I did though. That. That's that's kinda funny. I can't believe it. And I Graham, did that. you would not believe this mother <laughs> Yeah. And why Because I, I was stupid, which goes
5: back to beginning a point. I was stupid for doing that. It you're just stupid. You gotta know your audience. You gotta oh, know what the man. words are
4: gonna mean. I mean, that, that <sighs> next semester's check might not have been turned in, man. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know that I got any money to go back to school that I normally get. Here's $20 to go back to school. I don't, get
5: out. I don't, think I, got, I don't think I got that 20 when I went back for uh,
4: Thanksgiving the first time. Sent you back for an extra shift at the uh, grocery store.
5: <laughs> uh, we got more coming up in 90 seconds. Inclu- the big story i promised from the nfl but first let's talk to ralph ever and find out what's trending all right hello hello gentlemen
8: and it is an interesting day as the eagles have said that they will take appropriate reaction to deshaun jackson for his online anti-semitic pro- postings on social media he has re- uh, reportedly apologized to team owner jeffrey lurie and gm howie roseman but uh Still, the team says that they will react, so we will see what that is. Chiefs coach Andy Reid says he's not thinking about retirement, saying he'll coach into his 70s. He's currently 62, of course, having Patrick Mahomes uh, under contract for the next 12 years doesn't hurt. Guard Spencer Dinwiddie from the Brooklyn Nets is testing positive for COVID-19 once again. He will now sit out the NBA restart in Orlando. His teammate Torian Prince also testing positive. There are now four Nets players who will miss the restart due to positive tests. Meanwhile, it's the coaching that's the problem with the New Orleans Pelicans. Assistant coach Jamel McMillan will not join the team in Orlando, instead choosing to stay at home with a newborn child. The team already is without assistant Jeff bizdelic who is at risk. And a head coach Alvin Gentry remains a question mark at 65 years of age. He has not been fully cleared by the NBA to take part in the event The 2020 Ryder Cup will be delayed until 2021 and the Rome event two years later, now in 2023. It'll be officially announced tomorrow and a delay in the MLS's back tournament in Orlando as tomorrow's Nashville SC Chicago Fire match pushed back after five Nashville players tested positive for COVID-19 since their arrival into the Orlando bubble. Oh, by the way, NBA teams are arriving in a bubble right next door right about at the same time that should be interesting speaking of interesting we'll send it back to jason smith and his best friend mike Harmon.
5: thank you or i appreciate it my friend uh yeah
4: i was really i really thought ralph was gonna curse there uh well you know what he's just (laughs) building up it's it's the beginning of a big night he's excited to have us in the in the chair so it's gonna it's gonna get there i almost slipped up I almost slipped up. You slipped up, Rob. That's what I would have said. You slipped up. You slipped and up. And right back to these oh, two uh, miserable rats. I rat- still
5: remember that vividly. Standing <laughs> in the hallway on the hall phone, because I didn't have a phone yet. And oh, in the hall phone. Yeah, that, yeah. And I could still hear the silence on the other end of the phone. I, was, I will hear that <laughs> silence till my dying days when you're... I will hear that the rest you of my life. You would have been life. brought up slipped on murder up. charges. You yeah. slipped up. Oh, my God. Uh, but... You know, it was in Field of Dreams. Where Ray Liotta first starts to explain to Kevin Costner all the different White Sox players who wanted to come play in the Field of Dreams, and it was great. And he said, "You know, Ty Cobb wanted to play too, but none of us could stand him, so we told him to stick it." And he laughs. And then, ah, then he goes,
4: <laughs> <funny>. <laughs> uh, "Funniest August line 13th, in the movie." We
5: will have Cardinals, White Sox, but yes, uh, funniest line in the movie. We told him to stick it. I am glad the NFL told the NFLPA told the NFL to stick it when it came to their request today, as the Players Association told its board today and the players that the league proposed 35% of player salaries to be held in escrow to help manage the costs during the 2020 season. This is if revenue was impacted league wide by COVID 19. Uh, And the NFLPA, there are many players put out laughing emojis. I I cannot believe the, the guts. On, and, and, uh, and the marbles of the NFL <laughs> to say, yeah, we haven't had any interruption in revenue yet, but we'd like you to give us 35% of your salaries so we can help manage you if we have to. That's the worst medical plan in the world. Oh, wait, so I have medical. Yes, but now I need 35% of your money. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Thirty-four. What about all the money? Don't we hear all the time about the big industry, the NFL, is and all the money they make, and they need to take money from the players who are putting? And we talked about this on Thursday. Thursday, the players need to get more credit for putting their health at stake to go play. Most of us, when we go to work every day now during the coronavirus pandemic, we're not having to put our health at stake. We're able to work from home, remotely, social distance. When we do have to be near other people, most Most employers are completely understanding. NFL players don't have that luxury. You have to show up in an atmosphere where your health is going to be put at risk. You're going to be close quarters with players. You can't social distance. You can't use masks. So we're asking you to put your health at stake, and we want you to put money into the pot for us to help pay for it. That is the biggest blank you. And I would get on the phone and say that to them like I was talking to my grandparents. It's the biggest blank you I would say to the NFL. I can't believe the... the, the, the marbles they had on them to actually say to the players, we want a third of all of your salaries to help manage costs if revenue is impacted. So now the owners who own the team, now they're, they're saying, you have to give me money if my revenue is impacted.
4: Uh, that, that, is, that just blows me away. Well, I, you can't fault the attempt and the ask. I mean, you could look ridiculous and mock them for doing it. But in the end, you, you don't get what you don't ask for. And depending on on the, the way the world swings, you, you might be able to convince them. It's like, hey, we got to keep the line moving, right? I don't, I don't think in this time with so many unemployed and, and look at football players are a whole other part in the discussion when we, when we look at getting back on, on the playing surface, right? Because NBA and Major League Baseball players, you've got guaranteed money. For the NFL, you got shorter careers on average. You got guys that are fighting to to hang on one last season, and they already assume an awful lot of risk every time they strap on a helmet. Right? We we stipulate to that, but thirty five percent into the escrow account. Now, when I first read this, it was the NFLPA. It, it, the, the way I read it first wasn't a proposal from the league, that it was from the Players Association saying, we've got to make sure we keep stuff together in case, you know, money gets tight, things go to hell, so that we've got a war chest for you guys. That's how I read it first. And then I read it again and went, oh, yeah, no, this is bad. Yeah no. This, <laughs> this, this, no. <laughs> this, look cause again. Yeah, you can't right. fault a good strategy no, no, if they no, could have no, gotten right. to sign off
5: on it. No, Don't get right. me wrong. You're but, absolutely that first time through, as you said it. Yeah. It's, oh, we need to put be able to put money away for any day. Let's let's be proactive on this. All right, great. No, right. no, no be this smart is- and,
4: and have it in case the yeah. coronavirus takes down the season. Right, because that's going to inform monies going forward and change the complexion of how we're looking at everything. So that's how I read it, and then you read it a second time. And go. Oh, no, here comes the hate. And sure enough, like clockwork, the next refresh, all the laughing emojis, all the, uh, well, you talking to your grandparents is really is is what I saw uh, and heard uh, resoundingly, almost like in uh, Star Wars, when Obi-Wan Kenobi goes silent for that moment. Millions of voices screaming out at once. (laughs) I heard them all in my head and they all
5: went silent all at once. There is no Alderaan. There is no season. We're not giving 35% of our money. You're trying to seduce and murder the
4: dark side of the force. Not giving. You're your right. Money. We don't need 35% of your money. We just need to get 35% of the Mahomes deal, and then suddenly then we'll
5: be all set. We don't need money from anyone else. Just yeah, get no kidding. We're all
4: solvent deal. once you
5: get 35% of that. If you give me 35% of the following players, we will be fine, Mahomes. Cousins, Wilson, uh, I have a few more names at this list to be able to. I mean, that, that, that just, I mean, I, the players have to. And you wonder why players don't trust owners. You, you no. wonder why. <laughs> you wonder why. Uh, Twitter at How About a Fresca. Mike at Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. Coming up next, we have big stories out of the NBA and big stories out of Major League Baseball that actually go together. This is Fox Sports Radio.
6: Terms and conditions apply.
5: Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Live from the Geico Studios. We got more NFL coming up in a few minutes. Waiting for Jay Glazer to stop by with us. All the big news on Deshaun Jackson, Patrick Mahomes' contract. The NFL saying, "Hey, we want thirty-five percent of your money, players." Wait, what? Wait, wait we wait, just want
4: to hold it a little
5: while. Hello, yeah, I'm not saying we're going to keep it. Just want to put it in escrow.
4: <laughs> well, that's all right. I mean, it,
5: it's it, like I when a little kid says. Makes so, make money. I, it's like a little kid says, "I don't want to eat your ice cream. I just want to hold it. I just just give it to me. I just want to hold it. I don't want it. I don't want to eat it." Um, but. You know, outside of the NFL today, big stories out of Major League Baseball and the NBA. Uh, more today that Major League Baseball players and teams are not happy with how the COVID-19 tests have been going with players so far. Remember, the Nationals had to close their camp a day ago. So did the Astros. Uh, they actually banged in a trash can to tell everybody we're closing camp. Yeah, no, that's, that's a weird. good point. Camp is closed. Camp is closed today. We're I just have
4: camp. one basic question out of the holiday weekend I'd like to ask you. Uh, sure. Go ahead, buddy. You fought tooth and nail to get to the 60-game schedule. Mm-hmm. You know testing has to be in place. How the hell do you not have a place at a facility that's open over the first weekend? Oh, I know. I know. Right, that you're putting is, things together.
5: But this is the thing. This is a this is player saying, MLB, you have to have your act together. This is why the teams close their practice facilities. This is, okay, we got a lot of skittish players right now. You have to make it so at least we seem like we can trust you. So I, their hope, I think that was why they closed the, the facility so they could just, you know, fire a warning shot to, the, to Major League Baseball saying, you guys aren't on top of this. You need to be more on top of this. You know, and now today for the NBA, Adam Silver, commissioner, did an interview and he said uh, that coronavirus could burst the bubble in Orlando, that they're fully expecting positive COVID-19 tests when players report uh, to Orlando. But if they get inside the bubble and it gets unmanageable, that could burst it and then they won't be able to play. On top of that, you look at the story today, Spencer Dinwiddie is not going to be able to play in the Nets restart uh, with a COVID-19 test. He is the fourth member of the Brooklyn Nets to come down with COVID-19. Are they recruiting and from the streets uh, right now? I don't right know. Now? I, is it our players going out when they shouldn't? It is uh, – you know, it, it's definitely it's definitely bothersome and, and worrisome. But if you just go back to how you should treat this all along is that we're going to get what we get. And maybe we get basketball and maybe we don't. And maybe we get baseball and maybe we don't. Maybe we get some games before it has to stop. Maybe we get a whole season. Whatever we get, we're going to get. And to worry about not being able to play the whole season – it, it, it's it's going to be a worry that you don't need on your shoulders. Whatever we get with, with sports, we get. Now, if the NBA doesn't play, I'll understand it because it's very difficult because it's not a, quote, coronavirus-friendly sport. There's too much physical contact. Major League Baseball would really disappoint me if they don't have their act together because it's the most – coronavirus friendly you could say of all the team sports with the easiest way to social distance and not being on top of one another all the time so you would think that baseball could make it but we might not get it but either way as long as you treat sports as look whatever we get right now for baseball and basketball it's found money if we get some stuff great if not okay we've been without sports for over three months we're to look forward to the fall coming up and we have the NFL potentially college football maybe it's the next uh, season of the NBA that's going to start in November no matter what whatever it is that's where we're at we'll move on but just treat it whatever comes back as a bonus and every, every your
4: sports life will be great best practices and opportunities and obviously the players have their incentives in in their contracts and how it informs future CBAs uh and future monies uh and like they, they want to play their sports they've got milestones they're trying to hit along the way and that sense of normalcy
5: Yeah, you got a guy like Nick Marcakis who could be on the outside of 3,000 hits and he decided not to play? That's a big deal. Uh, Twitter and how about a fresco? Mike at Swollen Dome will have more on this, but big stories from the NFL are on the way next. Fox.
7: Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
5: Greetings and welcome inside hour two of the program, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon, live from the Geico Studios. Uh, Double duty today, uh, doing Dan Patrick this morning, nap and a coffee. Actually, I think I may have had the most coffee today than I've had in my life because I I had coffee this morning doing the show, then I had a cup right after, and then I had a cup right before the show, and now I'm having a cup right now. I mean, normally, you know, you and I, we do the show together and I have like half a cup of coffee. It's great. But today, today's a four cup of coffee day. I feel like one of those, I'm a, I'm a United States coffee drinker now with four cups of coffee. I'm like chain coffee drinking. Is that a thing? I know there's chain smoking. I'm like, I'm chain coffee drinking now.
4: You start feeling like me to where you're tapping your wrist and saying, hey, let's get that IV going. Let's go. I need some more. I need some that's more. <laughs> ki- that's kind of the way it works for me, buddy. I mean, that, that's, that's really how it flows on a day-to-day basis. Get that first, get a quick instant one in that you can uh, put in the microwave very quickly while the regular stuff brews. Oh. And then you roll from there. Oh man! Uh, yeah, I so, got problems. What are you going to do?
5: No, it's it's what it is. You know, you do what you do to get by, and then I, I'm I'm just going to be jittery as hell. Eleven o'clock. I'm going to supposed to be like tired, exhausted, want to pass out. No, I'm going to be ready. Hey, who wants to go run laps?
7: Wow, well, let's go run laps. Well, no, run I mean, laps, that's not o'clock. a bad
4: idea. Or you'll <laughs> sit and watch a, another Marvel film. Or maybe like I am, I mean, you, you delve back into Captain Jack Sparrow. I know Ralph Irvin was watching a movie that had masks, but we can't talk about it till the slide over baby hour. Oh, whoa, uh, whoa, He wanted whoa, to whoa. do play-by-play, and it really got whoa. creepy. Whoa, was he watching yeah. Eyes Wide Shut? He may or may not be. Oh, wow, okay. Allegedly. Yeah, that,
5: that's not, yeah, yeah. You know, I actually, look know, because I told bad you.
4: thing. What can I say? I told you, you know,
5: we've been on a big Tom Cruise kick the past the uh, the past few, the past few couple of weeks. She's always watched all the Mission Impossible movies. She watched A Few Good Men for the first time the other night. You know, she watched uh, um, Edge of Tomorrow, which is so, uh, you know, underrated. That's such a good movie and all, all this Tom Cruise stuff. And we started doing a quiz of, of what Tom Cruise's best and worst movies are. And, um, you know, we go, okay, how many of the best movies have we seen? And I was pretty proud that all of his worst movies – we haven't seen yet, and they're not movies. They're always going to see for all because, like, they rated his worst movies that he was in yeah. were Lions for Lambs, Vanilla Sky, okay, and uh, uh, Lions for Lambs, Vanilla Sky, and uh, uh, I think American Made were, were like those three. And I was like, oh, okay, yeah, American oh, Made I said, and, was you either yeah.
4: liked it or you didn't. Like, there was no in between yeah. on that one.
5: And eyes wide shut, like those
4: were like of the forty <laughs> movies they did. That was like thirty-five through forty were all those movies. See, I wonder if Eyes Wide Shut, if it didn't star Cruise and it starred somebody else, whether it would have been received differently. You know what? it It would have been received differently if it was a better movie. That would have well, made it been received differently. <laughs> well, there's that, too. The but I, I'm is, just thinking from boring. a content... Stu- but, but but from a content subject, here's, you know, Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman and we're going to try to force that down you, you know? You no, know, but listen, there was a lot of
5: sexy in that movie. And I don't mean the crazy scenes. I mean, like, with, with Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman, There was a, but it was just boring. And it was like two and a half hours of boring. If you're going to bore me, bore me for an hour and a half. Don't bore me for two and a half hours. Just when I thought the movie was going to take off, it was over. I uh, said, so is this really exciting? Oh, no, it's over. Oh, it, oh it really, it's ending. Wow. Tom Cruise gave up a year of his life to make that movie. Okay. Well, uh, fantastic. you know, can't get it back. <laughs> uh, joining us now, a man who was actually in a couple of scenes from Eyes Wide Shut. It is NFL on Fox Insider Extraordinaire. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> it's Jay Glazer stopping by. Hey, it says on his, on, on his Twitter account he's an ass model. What's happening, Jay?
10: How are you, man? So, what, I, I missed what you guys are talking about. You guys talking about Harry Potter?
4: <laughs> exactly.
10: <laughs> yes, that's the, uh, uh, the, the, uh, the uh, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's it's the firm? the valleys uh, spoof. What are you talking about?
5: Uh, the firm, we talk the, the the bad Tom Cruise movies, not not the good ones.
10: Oh, Eyes Wide Shut. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh
5: man. So that's where. Right. Yeah. How are you, man? Yeah. How you been? I'm do- I'm doing great, man. Doing great. I know you're doing some big stuff. Uh, your podcast with Nate Boyer uh, the past
10: couple of days. Uh, tell My us a little podcast? about it. I don't have a podcast. Well, wait no, a minute. No, I, no, no. It was the I NFL d- Legends podcast for MVP. Okay. That's a podcast. I said the I podcast, podcast you yet. did. I have I podcast
5: Okay. All right. I, yeah. I, I, semantics, I guess, sure. Uh, well, yeah, what, so yeah, what's some of the stuff that's
10: in it? Oh, actually, we talked. You know what? Talking about, uh, we went on there to talk about, uh, to try and coach up our ex-players. You know, one of the things with MVP is we're, you know, we, have, we see a lot of these commonalities with our veterans, the issues they go through, and our players, they go through, and, man, I, I keep trying to tell our players, dude, when you're done with the NFL, don't look at yourself like, oh, man, I used to play in the NFL. Man, hold your head high and look at everybody out in that room, but, like, I'm not like the rest of you. I played in the NFL, and every scar you had, it's from doing something that 99.99999% of the world were unable to do. And, and you know, a, a lot of our, our players they struggle after. And now they're you're talking about head injuries and and different things and CTE. But the, the bigger issue is that when they lose their tribe and they're alone, that that sucks. That makes the transition really hard. And for you know, whether it's veterans for their whole military career, they're always told where to go, when to go, who to eat with, how to eat. I mean, how to do everything, right? And all of a sudden they're done, and they're like, oh my god, we're like we're kindergartners going to high school. And same thing with our, our, our athletes, it's, man, they were always training for something their whole life, told when to practice, who to practice with, when to eat, who to eat with, where to go, how to study, when to lift, do all this, and all of a sudden it's over. So that's just as big of a problem as, as any other of the injuries or head injuries or that's something that we're trying to really take care of. And that's what we talked about a lot. And all these, these athletes, like do head injuries suck? Yes, it does. Me being in the fight game, do I wish that checkers was my passion? I do. (laughs) I really, really do. Okay. And, man, I've I've trained and fought for years and coached for years, and uh, I'm not talented like the guys I train with. I I really do wish it was something else. But, man, I I am proud that I did it. So every time I have a memory issue, I'm like, man, I got that from Chuck Liddell. Every time a knee. Craig Creeps or something in my back. I was like, man, I got that from Randy Couture or Kyle Long or, or, or Clay Matthews or somebody, you know, one of these guys. I've done this doing something the rest of the world would never dream of doing. So everybody needs to take pride of their scars. And that's, that's really, really what we're trying to, to preach to our, our players. Our veterans, they try and get the help. They need to with, with the VA. Our players, man, it's like they're ingrained. To, you know, they work on every muscle in their body when it gets hurt except for their, their feelings and their heart. And that's what I'm trying to get them to do.
5: You can check out the podcast. Uh, it's an Apple Podcast, NFL Legends Podcast, Jay and Nate Boyer, uh, Vets and Players on uh, at Vetson Players on Twitter. Vetsandplayers.org is the website. Uh, Jay and, and Nate and everybody else continue to do great stuff there. Hey,
10: I love that you guys let me come on every show and preach the gospel and trying to, you know, lift people up and you know, I've always talked down here my depression and my anxiety and all that. And the the really the only thing that helps me through the gray is to be able to to be of service to other people and help them. And you guys give me an amazing platform to do that night. I don't know if I've told you guys how much I appreciate it, but I really do.
5: Oh, well, you got it, man. You're doing great stuff. I mean, it's, of it's course, important. This man. should I be appreciate a great platform. It. You got Things it. Brings us all I together. That's what, what we're trying do. to do, man.
10: I, I just really appreciate you guys always always allowing me to have this voice here and, and helping out and just letting it happen. And man, I just uh, I really am grateful to you guys.
5: Again, you can check Jay out on Twitter, at Jay Glazer or at Vets and Players right there. It's the top tweet on Jay's uh, uh, page about the podcast. You can, you can get it on Apple as well. All right. So, Jay, obviously not the day we thought we wake up to today. I thought you are going to come on the show. We're going to talk all about Patrick Mahomes' contract. Instead, Deshaun Jackson goes on social media and attributes <laughs> and a, a, a quote to Adolf Hitler and Louis yeah, Farrakhan, yeah. and now he meets with the Eagles, and his NFL future is up in the air. You know, hey, by the way, reaction?
10: I'm a Jew. He hasn't called me yet. Yeah. Is <laughs> it called to apologize you to go. you yet? Apparently, no, but the guy he hasn't called me yet. Let, let me re- 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 you listen, know him pretty I'm, well. I'm, yeah, I know this very well. You know what? Here's the one thing: I'm not part of the cancel culture. I think if you screw up the whole the whole point of things is to um, is to get educated. Whether it's we're talking about race relations with African Americans or or Jews or any, anything else, man, it's about we got to have some empathy and learn. Now, am I, I look at him and be like? Ah, uh, dude, what are you saying, man? And, man, would this really hurt my family? Yes, a million percent. Um, what you hope for is that somebody, you know, they, they, they say they're going to learn, and they really want to learn. That's the big thing here, man. If you really want to learn, and God bless you. I mean, there's some people in, in prisons who are Aryan nation who've turned their, their life around and said, oh, my God, I, I did the wrong thing. Um, There's people who've done really bad things who've, who've, you know, who've who've reformed. I'm not part of this society that wants to look to bury everybody. Was I extremely offended? Yeah, no doubt. A million percent. As a guy who grew up, who lost family members, and and, uh, um, because we're Jewish, yes, absolutely a million percent, I was offended. But... is this yeah, am, I the, Deshaun, am I looking you know? to say oh my god let's damn him to hell no I'm not am I looking for somebody to go you know what man I really f- yeah you guys show me how much I, I did screw up and I was it was a it was a dumbass statement that he said and um, I'm hoping that he really is going to learn I hope other people will too but man I, I just think we're looking so much to hate each other right now and that's why I'm almost like I'm almost numb to how much we're all looking to hate each other whether it's People hating each other because of, you know, just they are are prejudiced and they are discriminating and they do have hate um, that they've been taught to have. I don't think anybody's born with hate in their heart. I mean, they're taught to have that. Um, And that that hurts me in the the same time. People are so angry the other way. They're looking so hard to get mad at people, Uh, you know, the other way. That hurts me also. There's just no empathy in this planet right now, and, you know, I, I just wish there was. So as a Jewish man right now, I'm telling you it hurt me, but I'm not looking for him to have a, a death sentence for for any of them. I'm hoping he really does learn, and I'm hoping he, you know, he knows how, how hurtful his comments were. Um, and it, like I said, I, I know it hurt, hurt a lot of any of my family members who, who would look at that. Um, and listen, the Holocaust, man, was not too long ago. It's not like we're talking the 1700s or 1800s. Slavery wasn't that long ago. And, you know, this isn't isn't the medieval times that we're talking about. It wasn't that long ago. Holocaust was not that long ago where one man got people rounded up to extinguish six million people of one religion. So we, now we need some empathy. We need to come together and start building each other up and loving each other and Realizing that people who are different than you, that you think are different, I look at it like it should be one united world under God. But people who you think are different than you, man, learn to love our people's differences.
5: Jay, does this does this part of the Deshaun Jackson you know, like you said, you know, like when
10: when you see, does this dovetail into? I mean, I, I know him, I mean, I know him as covering the NFL surface. You know, we're not. I'm not bringing him to you know to shoot with me. We're not going to Russ Hashanah services together. Okay. But uh right. you know, we just we've been friends, we're friendly, you know, and um look I've I've had friends who and look, I'm not defending him. 'em. I'm not defending him. It's on him to defend him. It's on him to say to show me, man, I really just had a brain fart and I don't know what I was saying or man, I was trying to be part I don't know. I have no idea why somebody would compare it. I have no clue. But it's on him to now show everybody, hey, this is this is not what I meant. This is, who the, person I, this is the person that I am. And you know, what's, you know what's crazy, guys? Man, there are people I'm friends with, I know, are prejudiced against Jews. And I'm friends with them. It's their viewpoint. I just, um, I don't know, man. I, I just kind of, like, again, like, I, I talk about being proud of my scars and being proud of other people's scars and buildings. I know what other people's scars do to them. I know what trauma does to people. So I just don't I, – I, man, I try to love everybody up. Even if somebody I'm friends with I know has some underlying ignorance toward me, I still love them up
4: building his community. He's got his tribe and his guys over at Unbreakable and obviously vets and Players.org. It's our friend, Fox NFL Sunday, Broadcasting Hall of Famer. It's our guy, Jay Glazer, at Jay Glazer, where you find him on Twitter. Uh, to more positive things in the NFL, uh, a couple of Brinks trucks, backing up for Patrick Holmes and yep. Andy Reid now talking like he wants to coach forever, wearing his best
10: Tommy Bahama. Oh, my God, I would too.
4: <laughs>
10: you kidding me? <laughs> Patrick Mahomes is who you want, quarterbacks in your team, leading your prayer service, and marrying your daughter. He's about as perfect as you get, man. And he's—he here's the crazy part. I, I don't think he's done getting better. I think he's actually going to improve because his work ethic, look, okay, obviously he's brought up around baseball his whole life. So he saw that, I mean, and the old school workouts, like the people who's around, his dad, and his uncle, how long they played. You know, so many guys come in the league nowadays – they, they want to be famous instead of being great. Being famous is not the same as being great. I've said it on the show before. So their work ethic isn't the same. They're just trying to work to be famous. I don't think Patrick Mahomes could care less one way or the other if he's famous or not. I think he wants to be the best. And I think he will constantly work like Tom Brady did to be the best. And it's, it's scary to think that this dude may actually get better, but I think he will. Yeah, you know, and, and
5: Andy Reid too. I mean, he could go down when it's all said and done. We're talking about greatest coaches in NFL yeah. history. He could wind up with over 300 wins, three or four Super Bowls, and then it's well,
10: who was better, Belichick or Andy Reid? Right. I mean, really, well, that's, that's where he's could be not, going be going. Well, let's not let's not really. Andy wouldn't even say that about Belichick. <laughs> I mean, we got a, we got a bunch of rings going on there. Okay, but well, but yeah, Andy he, he, could, is, he look, could get he, he's two done or three his – and he's the biggest heart in the league. I mean, this guy is the king of second chances. He's been thrown off a lot. And he's just, man, he lets everything roll off his back. It's incredible. It's incredible what, he, what he's been able to do and how many young lives he's been able to affect. And every time there's somebody who needs a second chance, man, he's there to give it to them.
5: You can follow him on Twitter at Jay Glazer. That is at Jay Glazer again at vetsandplayers.org as well. Jay as always. to appreciate your time, my friend. We'll talk totally. to you soon. Thanks so much. All right, appreciate it, guys. You got it. I love Jay. Fun. Be good. Great stuff there from Jay Glazer. You know, and, and there's Jay preaching. Hey, forgiveness. Let's. see yeah, You know, I think he wants on Jackson to call him. I
11: think. Yeah. You know, you well,
5: can call me. I know.
4: Talk <laughs> it out. Yeah. I mean, that, but, that's one of the things. Look, everybody's trying to figure out exactly where deshaun jackson is we cited it as we talked about it last hour a couple of teammates including carson wentz reaching out just be like dude what, what what are we doing here like what yeah. can, can, talk to me what's the what's the genesis of this what's going on and, and i think that's part of it and it's still to be seen how the eagles right they put out their statement and i don't know how much you, you felt there was a lot of teeth in it or not but they've got a decision to make and the nfl certainly as well Uh,
5: we got more NFL coming up next, more on Patrick Mahomes. And and seriously, just think about Andy Reid when you could be going down saying, is he the best coach of all time? Because if the next 10 years play out, conservatively, you could say that about him. we got that coming up next, as well as a story out of Major League Baseball I didn't think we'd talk about today, but guess what? We're going to talk about it. Those stories and more coming up next right here. Jason Smith, Mike Harmon, you're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Is this Stone Roses? Is this Love Spreads? Wow. Vince Close, everybody. Filling in for Alex Tyshirt. My God, what a good song this is. Guys, she's my sister. Oh man. Love spreads. I haven't heard this song in years. And now you're all excited. You'll add it to your playlist. Let me show you what I mean. This is a good song. I thought Stone Roses were gonna be huge. And you know, it it, it didn't happen. But uh, they had a good run. It just happened. Well, I don't know. Do you have a good run when you you have like one
11: song? <laughs> I mean, I, I
4: one don't know. hit wonders. You're I, part of the lexicon forever. Okay. Uh, they were formed in 1983. Okay. All right, they got back together from 2011 to 2017. Sure. Hey, listen, if you have so one obviously song, there can, was at least uh, a couple yeah. of bucks to be made. Yeah, you can you can continue touring if
5: you have one song. I guess you can. But you got to have a song. If you don't have a song, people aren't going to uh, care. you got to have at least one song, the one big showstopper song.
4: Now it was funny. I was driving past uh, on my way into work. I I passed uh, one of the little music halls uh, down in the South Bay here in Los Angeles. And it still had some of the names up from early March of folks that were, were showing up in one of the concert, you know, for the next three months, here's the schedule. And you see some of those 80s hair bands on there. It's like, oh, that would have been cool. Uh, <laughs> but alas, uh, we'll have to wait for the reboot uh, of our live concert going experiences. So let's be safe and let's get back out there, people. Come on, let's be careful. And so I, I can go to concerts and... And go sing Dio songs with people. Well, I know what I got to do. You know, obviously, you know, changing things around and, and trying to figure
5: out, you know, my place in, in, in society. I got to start hanging outside of liquor stores to get big scoops now.
4: I mean, there it's is just that. kind of how it that goes is, now. I mean, like- I mean, you're always at the liquor store looking to get your confections and, and some sugary drinks, but nobody's giving you any really good scoop. I mean, we've seen a couple of celebrities over there in our time, but, you know. I'll tell you, no scoops. When you and I normally do the
5: show together, we go to the liquor store all the time, and then you, we, you know, I, I don't get a scoop on anything going on in sports. No. And then, uh, you know, a woman in Kansas City uh, actually had the scoop of the Patrick Mahomes signing an hour before it broke because a Chiefs employee went in to buy six bottles of champagne for them to celebrate signing Mahomes. Six bottles deal. of Dom. How about and that? I lo- and I love the fact that she said to him, uh, "Oh, is this for Chris Jones?" <laughs> <laughs> how how, how, how yeah. great Kansas City is that? Oh, Chris Jones signing, and they get no, no. It's not Chris Jones. It's a bigger deal. So this woman who works the liquor store as a manager tweets out, "Hey, I think Patrick Mahomes is getting a big contract extension because guy just came in and bought six bottles of champagne." But she deleted the tweet because she didn't want to be, you know, she just felt weird about it. Then an hour later, Adam Schefter breaks the story, and she puts out on Twitter, "Holy crap! I just beat Schefter." And then she puts out another tweet saying, "Hey, come buy your liquor from." Me, I had the scoop that Patrick Mahomes is getting this big uh, lifetime contract from the
4: Kansas City Chiefs. I got to go to liquor stores now to get my scoop.
5: I, I think might I have start to tell check them in. A,
4: yeah, we might have to check in on them in about a week, see if sales actually went up.
5: People yeah, listen, hanging
4: out, uh, wondering if the next Chiefs employee came in, because Chris Jones has to get signed now, right? Yeah, like I know yeah, he was yeah, all course. up on social media yesterday, saying "Good for my guy, this is great," and everybody's, uh, but he's also raising his hand, going, "Hey." You still had two years with this guy's deal. Come on now. Yeah. <laughs> let's, let's break some off over this way. Uh,
5: I guarantee you that place is seeing an uptick in i – I'm going to go by – well, people want to hear the story, so they're going to go when she's there during the day. They're going to ask her questions. She's going to talk about it. And they're going to say, I, yeah, I went and bought uh, – bought, I bought a bottle from, you know, I, whatever. I bought, I bought some Schlitz or, you know, I bought some – I bought Cars Light or whatever it was. And, uh, yeah, I went and bought them for – her. yeah, she, she's your celebrity liquor store manager now. You want a story, put a dollar in the jar. (laughs) I would just start tweeting out fake things if I was her. Hey, you're never going to guess who just came into the liquor store and told me that this big trade was happening and the Mets were trading
4: to Grom. Oh, it's amazing. I would just start saying things like that just to see what the reaction would be. It is now the go-to liquor store. I mean, mean, look, you've got to give the local gossip now too, right? Not just on sports teams, but you want insider information of anything happening around uh, the city. I mean, you got to go check in with her. I think.
5: Yeah, but but I mean, why would you want to buy your liquor from anybody else? I mean, why don't you want to buy liquor from someone that, that, that helped that new Patrick Mahomes was getting that contract? Of course, that's who you want to buy liquor from.
4: Got to be close. Does to that the mean that they uh, necessarily yeah, are it. giving me any any better liquor? Because uh, if well, not, then it really doesn't matter. It just well, then becomes about price and convenience. Well, I will tell you this:
5: I don't think a Chiefs employee is going in to buy bad champagne to celebrate Patrick Mahomes' contract. He's buying good champagne. I, I, I really can't. I don't think he's going to visit a liquor store. He's, ah, you know, I went here a couple of times before, and it was just okay. Yeah, no, no, no. He's going to a good place
4: to get stuff. No, you're going next level, and yeah. I mean, obviously, if you if you're buying six bottles of Dom at a time, you're looking for a discount. I mean you're not paying retail.
5: You can't <laughs> you think you went and hey, do I get a little bit less off uh for six bottles? Well, well if you didn't need to Hey a dope. listen, we just gave if Patrick else, Mahomes five hundred million dollars. Can you help me out with like a hundred bucks here or something like that? You know, Andy Reid gave me some money, but I'm you know I, he didn't give me enough. Can
4: you help me out a little bit? Yeah, I got, I got to think, if someone gave him cash, like if they went to the petty cash to come up with that, that he negotiated a deal and got himself a, a, a little bit of a spot bonus for going and making the run. The old you fly, I buy kind of thing oh, shit. going on. <laughs> but you only gave me, a, You only gave, sorry,
5: just you know, just float the rest of it, but you gave me $20, that's not enough. Just buy six you bottles, know, okay? Yeah. You know, we were only able to get five bottles of Dom with what you gave me. <laughs> I can expense it, right? Uh, yeah, sure. Turn it in. We'll make sure you get your money. Uh, you know, but, but two big things coming off of the Mahomes deal that, that, you know, 24 hours later, some new things to think about is that th- – outside of Mahomes, and you heard Jay Glazer say many glowing things about Patrick Mahomes, there's nobody that deserves the money more, there's no player you would give it to more, it's an awesome story, and he also did the, you know, did a very unselfish thing by taking less money than he could have, so he could continue to build a big team around him, which is one of the, uns, you know, unsaid reasons why the Patriots have been able to be good for so long, because Brady always took less money, now at the end of his deal, Brady was pissed that I took less money for a long time, and now you're telling me blank you, now blank you, so as long as the the chiefs continue to, to work and 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 put good players around him that works but look the patriots really stopped they stopped putting good players around brady even though they weren't paying him a lot of money because they wanted
4: to push him out because belichick wants to win without him but, and it still worked out okay for them yeah it I mean, out okay. still, but, but still playing, rolling I, I, along i mean super know, for, bowl appearances yeah and then you're able to part ways as a guy's in his 40s that's yeah. not a bad run
5: no, but still for Brady, I get that the last couple of years you didn't go out and get play. I took less money sure. for this, and, and you didn't go get players to help me. And it's like you wanted me gone, so I, I completely understand that. And, look, and like I said, Belichick wants to prove he can win without Brady. And Brady wants to prove he can win without Belichick. That's exactly why this is happening. But one thing that, that this contract has done for the Chiefs, before we get to An- Andy Reid part of it, is that when you look at the heritage teams in the NFL, who are the rock star teams in the National Football League? Cowboys? Steelers, and the Patriots, right? Those are your three rock star teams. The Cowboys and Steelers have always been the rock star teams, and the Patriots the last 20 years because why? Belichick shows up, drafts Tom Brady, Brady turns into – it, 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 at worst, the second best quarterback we've ever seen so far in the NFL in, 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 the, in the history of the game. And so, hey, now the Patriots have become a heritage team just like the Cowboys, just like the Steelers. Now, can they stay a heritage team without Brady? That's the question. But that's what the Patriots turned into because before they had Brady and Belichick, the Patriots, they've been to a couple of Super Bowls in 15 years, and it was okay, you know, you know, even though it was Boston and it's a big market, it was still, well, the Patriots are just one of many teams teams in the NFL fighting to be like the Cowboys and the Steelers. Well, guess what? The Patriots became that team. So anytime we talked about and all those teams, Cowboys, Steelers, Patriots, Cowboys, Steelers, Patriots, everywhere you want to go. Go look at all the where all the playoffs are dotted the past 30 years with great games and great teams and those three teams are involved. What the Chiefs have done for $400, $500 million, or if it's something where they renegotiate for the next five years, is they mm-hmm. have bought that kind of relevancy. Because of Mahomes, That all these conversations are now going to include the Kansas City Chiefs. And, and this is the smallest market of the teams that we're going to talk about that in, but that's what they've done. They have bought that currency for this money. We, want, we, we are now going to be mentioned just like the Cowboys, just like the Steelers, just like the Patriots, because we have Mahomes, that's the price of, of moving up into the hierarchy that only the Cowboys and Steelers and Patriots have known for the past 20-plus years, and that's a big thing they bought with that.
4: Well, and you also you put down the sticker price to say this was worth doing now, right? There's no playing games. There's no battles in the press, whether Mahomes would have engaged. I don't see that from he and Lee, Lee Steinberg, at least outwardly. Uh, congratulations, Lee, on the big... The big hit. I mean, think about that. Jerry Maguire having to be out of the game for a bit, and then the the comeback trail, and now signing this one. Uh, but the the idea that you you showed we're, we're gonna we're gonna keep this together as long as we can, and it's not tied to a percentage of the cap as many theorized it is, and I'm sure there'll be some finagling and some some give backs and monies pushed around as we go because as as we saw the model was Seattle, but as soon as Russell had to get paid, well, pieces have to slough off then. So recognizing that, now they have a great young core, and especially the the offense is going to terrorize opposing defensive coordinators and defense. I mean, you got speeds speed for days all the way through and then you go and you, you even add more to it uh, in this year's draft, right, when you when you take uh, Edwards Hilaire uh, and add him to the mix. So now you, you've got so many different weapons, all young, but eventually they're all going to need to get paid. And so you're going to have to figure on that. Twitter at how about a Fresca, Mike at Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Carmen We
5: are live from the Geico Studios. Uh, AutoZone has more ways for you to get what you need when you need it with their free same-day pickup. You can place your order online and grab what you need today at more than 5,700 AutoZone locations, in-store or curbside. If you have a job that can wait until tomorrow, AutoZone offers free next-day delivery on orders over 35 bucks. Just order by 10 p.m. At AutoZone, free next-day delivery is available on over 100,000 parts. Visit AutoZone.com today to start your job fast. Get in the zone, AutoZone. Now, the other part of this is Andy Reid, right? Because, uh, you know, it was a big deal today. Look, he wore his best um, uh, Tommy Bahama shirt to celebrate Mahomes' contract. And one of the big things Mahomes wanted to know in signing this deal was, Andy Reid, how much longer do you want to coach? And Reid is 62, and he said, if I'm in my 70s rolling, I want to keep going. I have no plans to stop. And why would he? You're coaching the best quarterback in the National Football League, and he's going to be with you for at least the next decade. But just think about this for a second. When it's said and done for Andy Reid, which could be 10 years, let's just say 10 years from now he decides to retire. He's 72, 73, and he decides to walk away. Mahomes is going to be 35. Let's just say that happens. Andy Reid is walking away from the NFL with over 300 wins, probably not going to catch Don Shula for regular season, probably a little bit too far behind, but Andy Reid is fifth right now. He's going to walk out with 300 wins, potentially – two or three more Super Bowls, right? Let's be conservative and say every three years the Chiefs win one with Mahomes. So now you're talking Andy Reid is, over the Is that conservative or ag-
4: aggressive, given some of the all-time greats and their exploits?
5: I don't know. I, I think it's conservative because you're saying every three years for Mahomes, he's already got one when he's 24. So, I, I look, I'm, how many years do you want to bet against the best quarterback in the NFL? You know, Tom Brady was the best quarterback for a long time, and, you know, he's got six. It's, uh, you know, and 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 you know he's in 9 so it's it's just an insane number of 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 super bowls for him but let's just say it's not 6 let's say from a Holmes you're a little conservative and you say he wins three more all right two or three more you're talking about Andy Reid over 300 wins and four super bowls and then it's well now who's the best head coach of all time Belichick may have more wins may have more super bowls but remember spygate and 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 deflategate and everything else gate is going to be attached to Belichick everywhere he goes. Well, did did Reed win more honestly? Did Reed win in, in a better way, in a different way? Yes. You think of the career. Don't forget about the career Reed had before he got to the Chiefs. All the championship games, Super Bowl he got to with the Eagles. Uh, you know, all the other players that he was able to do. He did it with two different teams versus Belichick. who Did it with one team. I mean, you're going to have a debate of Andy Reed versus Bill Belichick for that reason. Now, if Belichick doesn't have uh, Spygate, Deflategate stamp to him, then it's Belichick obviously but you know, knowing full well and I know look what Belichick has done and I'm sure what he's continuing to do uh that they haven't been found out yet I mean that's going to play into that conversation <laughs> it's
4: going to play into here the conversation here we go again I'm telling you, you just keep going. You can have that conversation all you want. It's going to be festering in your head. Belichick goes down as the wizard because he's not going to give up the the keys to the kingdom to tell you how he figured it all out. And long after he's coaching, we're still going to be trying to uh, go back in in the history and figure out exactly what Bill Belichick was all about. You know, because he gave us great nine thousand words here and there on punters, uh, but was tight lipped about everything else. So uh, whereas Andy Reid. We we know Andy Reid. We like Andy Reid, and that likability is going to get you close, but it ain't getting you over the mountain, Smith.
5: <laughs> Twitter at How about a Fresca? Mike at Swollen Dome. That's going to be the rarefied. Even if you don't think he's number one, you're going to say, "Well, he's right behind Belichick." It's Belichick and Andy Reid, and that's where that that could be where Andy Reid winds up finishing his NFL legacy when it's all said and done. Uh, we got more coming up in ninety, but right now let's talk to Ralph Irvin who's got what's trending in the wide world of sports. All right.
8: Well, you talk about Andy Reid, and maybe part of the reason he's so excited to play is because of that contract with Patrick Mahomes. Well, we're going to get to see Patrick Mahomes earn some money this week. Bet you didn't know that. That's because he's playing in the American Century Championship Golf Tournament up at Lake Tahoe this weekend. So... There you go. Patrick Mahomes Sweet. already back in action. Meanwhile, NBA players starting to show up in the Orlando bubble as teams arrive at Walt Disney World. And after some craftiness through online media, we can see that teams were delivered a sack dinner to their rooms. It featured a fresh garden greens, watermelon pickled onions, Cheese and uh, vinaigrette, and tomato and mozzarella caprese salad, Italian grilled chicken, white fish, parmesan polenta, pasta with impossible bolognese. <laughs> Players are really excited.
5: Ralph sounds like he actually did the running to the store, going, "All right, here's what they got. Tell me what you want. No, uh, but, I can get you this caprese salad." <laughs> but that, they got
8: a little menu with with their with their sack of food. Uh, literally, it is in a in a bag, delivered on a tray with a paper menu, with the NBA logo saying, "This is your dinner for tonight." <laughs> I'm not kidding; it it is available right now on social media. And some quick rundowns: Jordan Clarkson posts a GIF of a baby in a cage. Uh, Troy Daniels with a face palm emoji. Although Terrence Ross and Evan Fournier both saying, yeah, it's not too bad. And maybe it says a little bit too much that pictures of the players arriving. I know exactly which hotels they're at at Walt Disney World. But uh, meanwhile the rest of the sports world, Deshaun Jackson getting a backlash, especially from the Philadelphia Eagles, who say that they will have a appropriate reaction to his online anti-Semitic postings on social media. Obviously, he has apologized to team owner Jeffrey Lurie and GM Howie Roseman, but we will see exactly where that goes. And interestingly, New Orleans assistant Jamel McMillan not joining the team in Orlando, as is also assistant Jeff Bizdelic. He is out Head coach Alvin Gentry may or may not be allowed in. He wants to go to Orlando, but at the age of 65, he is at risk. The Pelicans have five coaches on the staff and two are already out for sure. We'll send it back now to Jason Smith and Mike Harmon.
5: Thanks a bunch, R.I. Appreciate it, my friend. Uh, The Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon live from the Geico Studios. We will have more National Football League coming up in about 15 minutes as this Deshaun Jackson story just continues to have twists and turns that we did not expect. But speaking of things we didn't expect, coming up next, a story out of Major League Baseball as they get ready for their restart. I never thought we'd have, but yet we have it, and we're going to
7: talk about it. Keep it here. That's next on Fox. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific.
5: The Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon live from the Geico Studios, and we'll have more on the Deshaun Jackson story coming up in a few minutes. But this is not the story I expected today from Major League Baseball as their continued effort to restart the season uh, as. The schedule has now been made public, and I'm wondering if this works for Major League Baseball. Just really quick, Mike, if this works for Major League Baseball, hey, we're going to play these regional games, and you're going to play everybody in your division, and then outside of it, you're going to play teams in other divisions geographically that are close to you, which makes sense to limit travel, limit exposure. Uh, I wonder if that's going to wind up finding its way into the football schedule, and suddenly the NFL schedule is going to be okay. Everybody's playing their rival in the division twice, and they're going to play other teams geographically close to them. And, you know, it may be where... You know, If you're talking about the AFC East, the Jets will play their teams, but they're going to play the Giants, they're going to play the Eagles, they're going to play the Redskins, to, and this is how the schedule will go. You wonder if that could change if this turns out to work because as we've said many times before, whatever winds up working, whether it's NBA, Major League Baseball, the other sports that are going to follow are going to copy it. So I wonder if that's going to be a thing. If We're, we're going to see a change in football if that happens.
4: Well, you try to find the best practices. I know Ralph was uh, giving us the update yesterday that uh, the Astros have to fly the most miles, them and the Rangers. Astros have 14,000 miles as opposed to some of your West Coast teams that only have to do 4,000. So (laughs) take that, (laughs) asterisks. Uh, But it's certainly a curiosity, and, and especially when you start to bridge it out to the NFL and to college football to try to find... The best practices and and the easiest way to try to keep momentum going towards a, a season and a flow. And I can't I wouldn't doubt that there's some crack team working in the NFL offices right now to figure out the next permutation of schedules should they have to call a hot route just like Wedding Crashers all those years ago.
5: (laughs) Uh, Now, the other situation today I didn't think we'd talk about was here is Joe West. Maybe you saw this. Joe West is trending. And look, when you see Joe West and Angel Hernandez trend, you go, okay, something crazy must have happened in the game because these guys find a way to find controversy because they think the show is about them, that everybody comes to the ballpark to watch them umpire. Uh, Joe West said today he is ready to get back to work, and he said in his heart, he doesn't believe that coronavirus has killed all the people that it has in his heart. Doesn't believe COVID-19 has killed the over 100,000 people that have died so far from COVID-19.
4: Yeah, um, I mean, there's there's a lot of folks trying to find the noise one side or the other, right? What what hasn't been attributed versus what has. Uh, Is this too much? Is that too much? Now you see the hospitalizations up. Does that change people's mind? Because for many, it's just the mortality rate. And even then... It's going to be, let's ask a lot of questions about how things were, were parsed out and which boxes got checked. So, yeah, I'm not surprised that we, that we had someone step forward on this one. Didn't know that it would be Joe West when asked about, hey, are you going to umpire or not? Didn't think it would turn into that. No, I'm confident. I'm excited for baseball to return. I've been doing this all my Nope. Uh, turned it into, well, a political and uh, medicine type Conversation. I mean, what does he think the deaths are from then? What, what does he think?
5: What, what does he think they're from? They're from then. I don't understand. It's, it's, well, it's it's so dangerous just to read stuff on the internet. I mean, I, I it's I mean you, you got to know a little bit more than that. I mean, really, you think well, what, that these are just numbers that they're being made up? And it's I, this. Is what I mean, I want to bang my head against the wall and go. There, there's actually people, and Joe West has, has has been an umpire for many many years. You can like him or not like him, and to ask somebody who's who's been around and been on the earth this long to say, yeah, no, I don't believe it's all from COVID nineteen,
4: really. Uh, Yeah, it it goes to the idea of, I I think, the simplification and and trying to parse it out, because, I mean, in some narratives, it's, well, this person was done anyway, you know, to be crass, you know, for a second about it. And that's how it's kind of put out there. And just covid was the thing that put it to an end. And it's cold and it's insensitive on a million levels without question. Um but we're, we're talking about pre-existing conditions and all of those things. And I, and I think, you know, there's some percentage of, the, of society that just says, well, this this was inevitable, like Thanos that we quote so often. And it's a difficult, uh, difficult way to swallow how this has affected the country.
5: Twitter at How About a Fresca, Mike at Swollen Dome, The Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. Coming up next from the Geico Studios, more developments of the Deshaun Jackson story. Keep it right here. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio.
7: Be sure to catch live editions of The Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific.
5: Fox Sports Radio, The Jason Smith Show with my best friend Mike Harmon, live from the Geico Studios. And... Uh, you know, in in such a night tonight, where we have serious news, we have shocking news. Uh, I will have some really good news for what many people are really nervous about for the NBA restart coming up in 20 minutes. Other Something than the that sandwiches? I did. Is that, yeah, you know, I didn't think the food was going to be that big a deal, but it turns out the food that the players are getting for MLS and NBA uh, is a big deal. Everybody's tweeting out pictures of their food like it's Facebook. And look at the dinner I had tonight. What a wonderful dinner. I had quinoa, and I was able to find – I don't care what you had for dinner. I don't care. Why do you keep posting pictures of what you
4: had for dinner? But that's a separate story. Uh, yeah, everybody, but you're you know, not a guy some, that cooks. I mean, if you yeah. cook your own meal, I mean, that's kind of a big deal. It's Sense of pride? How dare you people, attack me like
5: that? Why, why, why do people do that? Why here? Here's the dinner I made tonight. Here's the dinner I ate tonight on Facebook. Why, why, why do people do that? Why?
4: Why does it matter? They want to bring you into your community? If Grinch. you're gonna
5: if if you're gonna if Good you're gonna God, put you man. Know, then tell me how to make it. Give me a reason why look this is what I'm to do. You I know what? If you first. ask
4: for the recipe, I got a couple of them for you.
5: Okay, let me ask you this. Facebook is a way to keep up with your friends, right? That's what that's what Facebook is, right? Keep up In with theory. your friends. Yeah. Have you ever called one of your friends solely to find out what they had for dinner? Ever in your life, with nothing else. Just, I want to know what you had I for dinner. I know my gram does that. Yeah, but have you ever done? Well, when you listen, when, when you get older, you, you do different things. You don't like people parking in front of your house when you get older. That's another big thing. I, I don't uh, like it I don't, now, and I'm not old. I don't care. <laughs> But I really don't care if you park in front of my house now. But when I'm 80, I might really care about that. Hey, well, I mean, hey, it might be what are you doing?
4: Joint. I mean, I don't but, know. I mean, but really, there's
5: not once in my life have I ever thought, I want to call so-and-so. Why? Just to find out what they had for dinner. Why? Do you want to talk about something else? No. Uh, do you think you're looking for something else to eat and maybe that would spark you? No. It's not going to influence me one way or another on dinner. Then why do you want to call them? I just want to know what they had for dinner. Yeah, but why? I just want to know. And then I want to be able to react to it. I mean, well, I don't understand that. I don't understand why people feel that. Let me post what I had for dinner on. on I, I don't get it. If you're eating something exotic, like here's chilled monkey brains, like it's Indiana Jones in the Temple of Doom. Okay, then I get it. Boy, I don't get that every day. All right.
4: So you're eating chilled monkey brains and you, <laughs> you show me some of the brains every day. I don't okay, know if you can you know. pull that off. I mean, unless your friends are traveling abroad. I can't go to Dodger Stadium and get chilled monkey brains. I can
5: get a big bucket helmet full of nachos, but I'm not getting chilled monkey brains at the stadium. You're so really looking I,
4: forward to getting that big thing of nachos. And, uh, yeah, you brought that up at least now I'm three just times thinking about the that. last two weeks. i got to be honest, buddy. I've been thinking about that a lot, <laughs> <laughs> going, oh, man,
5: that big helmet full of nachos at Dodger Stadium is so good. But like, if I talked about it, it would be to tell you, hey, if you ever get a chance, go there and have it. It's, it's advice. It's why you watch cooking shows, right? You watch cooking shows to find out how to do something thing how to make something you like the personalities, but don't let me show you what i had for dinner what why well i i i I really don't understand
4: the motivation behind that well it's the food version of you know what inspired you to make it maybe you're trying to draw people into a conversation maybe you don't think anybody cared on that given day and you were looking well you got nothing going on instead of saying what a crazy day this was
5: you put up a picture of your food i have nothing going on in my life so i'm gonna put up a picture of what i had for lunch today (laughs) why are you so judgy uh, Man, I'm trying I to bring say,
4: people together and all you're doing is mocking everybody.
5: But no, I, but I don't. But listen, fe, you know, Facebook only shows you, you know, the same three people all the time. So, well, that's my you got to figure is, out how to change your settings. You know, am I going to get am I going to am I missing out on something I really want to see? Because, no, someone's got to show me the sandwich they had for lunch. Oh, look at this. And chips on the side. Oh, great.
4: Hey, hey, hey. Don't kid yourself. You appreciated every bit of that damn sandwich. <laughs> picture. You celebrated you know, it. Going, how could I recreate that sandwich?
5: You know what I'm going to say? I'm going to say I was challenged by a friend of mine for three <laughs> weeks to post a picture of my lunch every day <laughs> without comment or sandwiches. anything else. Not without presented without comment or or criticism or anything. Else. Here's just what I had for lunch. Here's a subway sandwich. It's the it's the BMT. You know. It's yeah, uh, you it, just it, wanted to b-
4: bust out the I was challenged <laughs>
5: here's the here's the two slices of pizza that i have because that's the other thing that, that that's a ridiculous thing oh i was challenged by so-and-so for the 30 albums that have made the most uh, difference in my life but i was challenged to do it without any 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 comment so i'm gonna do this now what, you, if you're gonna do that and you're gonna waste my time telling this album meant a lot to me why can't you tell me why i'd like to hear a story oh i met my wife we listened to this album or something else crazy No, no no i gotta present it without comment Oh, oh, because that's a rule that someone said. I was challenged to do it, so I have to. So here you go. Here's a picture of the Police Synchronicity album. All right, here's another picture of Pearl Jam 10. Here's Nirvana. <laughs> all right, here's Smells Like Teen Spirit. Right? Here's here's Appetite for Destruction. Okay, great. But now, but I'm going to be the irreverent guy. So here's Wilco, you know, or here's a, you know, here's a, here's a, here's an album by. Uh... <laughs> you, you got Wilco in. <laughs> I just threw Wilco in for no reason. You know, like,
4: oh, no, no, let me throw this out there. You want to throw in a Mumford & Sons while you're at it, or a Dave Matthews band? (laughs) Mumford & Sons, oh my goodness. Someone gave Uh, me a bootleg of The Grateful Dead. I'm not sure what show, or what year, or what album, or really what the hell they were singing about. But it's The Grateful Dead. (laughs) Here's a real big fish
5: album that, that made a lot to me. Here's East Mountain South you hear in a lot of TV uh, dramas over the past fifty years. They've all been in One Tree Hill at some point. I mean, really. I mean, wow, you're, you're, you're talking about some and of the one tree. Ways. <laughs> man. I mean, really. Do do me a favor. If you ever hear a song that you think sounds familiar from a TV show, I guarantee you it's been on One Tree Hill. I guess because if you look it up, you say this song uh, reached number sixteen on the top charts, and then was featured in the One Tree Hill episode in two thousand. Everything has been in One Tree Hill. Uh, trust me, anything. Oh, that's a pretty. I forgot about that song. Yeah, no, it was in One Tree Hill. Oh, all
4: right, that, that's how it got famous. Trust I like me. that. Uh, El- me, Eleanor always, uh, my older daughter, for those unawares, uh, will always break things down to. They did a good version of this on Glee. <laughs> Dad, did they ever sing this on Glee? I don't know, dear. After about season two, I I, I moved away from the Glee world. Oh, so. oh, boy. Oh, boy. All right. You know what? Let's continue to have
5: fun with this. We'll do Deshaun Jackson coming up in a few minutes because this is, I mean, this conversation. Uh, so the, back to the food, all right, which I'm yeah, saying now. Yeah, back to the food. That's, I, I feel like I, I go to Twitter to escape people putting pictures of food on and what they had for lunch. But no, no, I can't miss that now because many NBA and MLS players are putting out pictures of these – horrible airline tray, you know, food that you, that you get. And, and look, to be honest, I haven't flown in a, little, in a while because, you know, coronavirus, we're not, not really traveling. But I got to say, the food has is, is kind of taken a step up. You don't get that tray anymore. You kind of – here, you, like th- there's six packages to choose from, and you can get a sandwich with chips or you can get, you know, meat and cheese, something else. But these, these meals that you're getting, that the players are getting so far in MLS and in the NBA – Look like, you know, the, you pull the plastic back and it's just here's a little bit of pepperoni and, and here's a little bit of potato salad and, and here's a little square of jello. And it, it's like it's like four calories. I mean, how can anybody subsist on this? And it's also looks like it's really just low quality food. And and, and now, I'm you know, on Twitter, every fifth picture here, I got one right here. Uh, Troy Daniels dinner on night one inside the NBA bubble. It's a package of chips. It's fresh cut watermelon in a little in a little thing. Uh, and there is a roll and there's a little pad of butter and what looks like, I can't be sure, but it looks like onions. And then there's like a green salad very tiny this is your dinner. I'm like, who, who eats that for dinner? If you're on a diet and you're trying to lose weight, and like I, I, I can't eat a lot for dinner. This is what I would have. This, this is NBA players dinner. These guys, you gotta have, you gotta give me at least 1500 calories if I'm gonna have something for dinner. This is about 200 calories and, and most of it is, is onions or butter. And this is what people are getting. So I'm looking at this going, this is crazy. This is absolutely insane that this is what they're feeding players. And this has gotten out of control the past few days that this is not what life in the bubble is supposed to be like and conversely or in addition to this you know some WNBA players are tweeting out what their life in the bubble is like and there was some of the video that got around today that look at the the bad conditions where the washing machine is yeah the laundry
4: room I saw a lot of yeah. yeah
5: So the WNBA is not happy with with their surroundings so far. But really, the food and is something that NBA and MLS players are not happy with. And Let's face it. Whenever you go on vacation, if the food is bad, you'll complain about it the whole time. Ah, how was your cruise to Alaska, Jason? It was awesome. It was so great. We did so many things. Yeah, what was bad? Oh, the food was awful. Food was terrible. Oh, I didn't like the food at dinner on the first night. I didn't like the lunch the second day. I still remember. I mean, if, if you have bad food, bad food can ruin an experience for you. But I have good news. I have good news. But wait, there's more. According to longtime NBA insider Mark Stein for the New York Times, the food gets better and is different once you pass the quarantine deadline. So all the players who are reporting now to the bubble, MLS wise and, 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 and NBA wise, you go there, you take your test, and you have you have to wait a few days to find out, you know, how your test is like. So while this is going on, you're getting meals that are pre prepared with, you know, contactless meals. I get this and eat it. Uh, obviously there's, you know, you can try to find other food if you want to, but the food you are getting is this you know airline quality food? So after a few days, when the coronavirus tests come back, if you know, then you will get regular food that will allegedly—and I say allegedly because I haven't seen it yet—that will allegedly be better than the food we're getting right now.
4: Well, you got to figure it, it ramps up, right? Just like the playoffs. I mean, all these extra teams that are just there uh, as fodder to get to the seventy limit. I mean, you're not going to give the best food to them. <laughs> Wait till they leave the bubble. And then all right, your cost the per meal can go up. Like they, all, they uh, had an allocation. Here's how much we're going to budget for food inside the bubble. Steak when dinner. We saw Clippers, what got
5: kicked back. Lakers. As the price. Uh, yeah, uh, pasta, rockets, uh, leftovers, and fruit and vegetables. Uh, that's the Kings and the Nets and the. I oh, mean, really- <laughs> who's showing up from the Nets?
4: Do they even get boxes? They don't even oh, get boxes on, at this I mean, point. We just have to give less to them. You just give less. Well, to them, I mean, less this should right be now. the question. Hey, Dinwiddie didn't come. Did I get his food? It's, it's wow. <laughs> now you're that guy. Hey, who's who? We got any
5: extra extra food around. Is there extra food? Can I get an extra food? Fu- I get an extra. You dinner? said that like it's wrong. I want I want but- an extra dinner. <laughs>
4: I want an extra, extra yeah, dinner. Is there, want in on is that there too. one extra you, dinner? Tell me tell me you weren't that guy on field trips when little Johnny called out sick but his chocolate milk and his sandwich and, and snack pack was sitting there no, <laughs> from no, no, the no. school trip. Tell me you no, weren't wait, trying no, to no, bogart no, no. one part of no, that. No, no, no.
5: You know. I never took anything for a meal that wasn't mine. Now did I ask kids going after a while, hey you're not gonna eat that, are you? Can no, I, but have I mean if oh little yeah that Johnny didn't yeah. show
4: up that day? Oh, I'm not saying what? you stole it from his cold, dead hand. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> whoa, whoa. Just didn't show up one day. Now you got him dead. What, what's wrong with you? He just say he had the sniffles and couldn't I, come. No, and, but, come but I'm saying that once. you didn't walk up to him and said, hand it over, Johnny. Oh, now Johnny I'm a bully and I do up. that. Why can't you just say a kid
5: didn't show up for some reason? Now you got him dead and he's not dead. He's being bullied and someone's going to beat him up. Why can't you just say the kid's not on the trip? The you see, he's not on trip. didn't make the trip. You, see, he didn't you make said it. you
4: wouldn't do that, it. and I was trying to explain to you <laughs> that I'm certain you were the guy monitoring how many meals were going out and what was going to be left. Don't yeah, tell but, me I'm wrong.
5: Yeah, no, but I was never that. I mean, I wasn't big enough to be that imposing. I, I would have had to be the kid to just like, kind of take it when no one was looking.
4: Well, sure, and, you yeah, might have yeah. been sneaky. Yeah, because I, I,
5: you know, I was vertically challenged for a long time, which means I could just kind of slip by and get to tables and be
4: at eye level and just kind of you know, grab stuff off it. But yeah, I'll be done. honest with you. That never changed for me. Still, very <laughs> challenge. Uh, find pictures of me standing along any of our colleagues uh, at Fox Sports Radio. Uh, I'm, wow. I'm I'm not a, a tall man, but I look am how tall. Hey, who brought biggest. who brought their son in? Oh, oh, that's Harmon. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, you know what? I'm aging gracefully too. So I do have my boyish good looks about me. But hey, hey is, is that I, Russell I, from Up? Oh no, that's Mike Harmon. Oh, okay. All right. Hello, very, very good. my <laughs> name is Russell. But I, I think there's there's something to it of the ramp up as teams arrive and, and not, not, blowing your budget right off the jump right because they're planning great spectacles when this all all goes through and i gotta think the food is now on the wnba side we'll push the food aside the laundry room if that's legitimately the laundry conditions now that's a whole other mess we got going on there right and that obviously needs to be remedied rectified and find some new opportunity for which uh to do laundry there but you know, in the end, it's it's growing pains. None of this is perfect, right? Even Adam Silver a couple of weeks ago said it so brilliantly. Hey, man, none of this is ideal. <laughs> We're gonna have to dance as we go. And if guys are mad that, I mean, look, you need the cal- caloric intake. We get that. But if guys are mad that they're not getting, uh, you know, getting fed, you know, big time steaks and whatever, you know, that's gonna be a whole other fight and grievance that the union can bring back up. Good afternoon. My name is
5: Harmon. I am a wilderness explorer in Tribe 54, (laughs) Sweat Lodge 12. Are you in need of any assistance today, sir? No. Can I have your lunch today, sir? No. Can I help you cross the street? No. Can I help you cross your yard? No. Can I have your lunch today, sir? No. Can I help you cross your porch? No. How about you give me your lunch, sir? No, get out of here, (laughs) Harmon. I have heard that before. (laughs) (laughs) Twitter at How About a Fresca. Mike at uh, uh, Swollen Snipe Hunt at Swollen Dome. Uh, We'll have more now because obviously the good news is there that that the food will get better for the players in the Orlando bubbles uh, once we pass the quarantine. So that's good for them. Uh, Is the news any better for Deshaun Jackson after the day he had? Uh, uh, The different twists and turns in that story coming up next. Keep it right here. This is Fox Sports Radio.
6: Now I want to go
5: watch Thor Ragnarok. Every time I hear this song, now I think of Thor. You ever see
4: Dred Zeppelin uh, perform? I have not seen Dred Zeppelin. With Tortelvis doing this one? Ah! Doing it in the Elvis vein while wearing a giant jumpsuit? It's brilliant. No, that I have not seen. I think that might have been a fever dream you
5: had. I don't know if that actually happened. <laughs> no, it happened. I've seen them multiple
4: times. How'd you like brilliant. to be
5: Robert Robert Plant right now when he, when he meets young people and they go, yeah, you know, yeah, I do that. That song goes, ah, oh, the song from Thor. Right, yes, the song from Thor, yes.
4: You know, That's they the paid us a from lot of money to use that song. Yes,
5: it's the song <laughs> from Thor, yes, right, right.
4: Look, between... between uh Zeppelin and, and Plant getting their love off of that one. You've also got ac all over the Marvel universe. So, yeah. a lot of royalties flowing through.
5: ac is like, wait, they, they want to use, they want to use. A song from 1980 that we did really that want to you shoot to thrill? Yeah, give it to him. Yeah, sure. Whatever. It's 30 years Do old. Do it right? again. Hey, have it's at it. It's a <laughs> 40-year-old song. Yeah, you want to use shoot to thrill, which is a great song. But, uh, I mean, really, I mean, that's where you want to go back. We're going to use something hot and hip and happening that the young kids are going to like. Let's go back to 1980. Shoot to thrill
4: off the Back and Black album. but uh, Jason, we're we're all looking to find some passive income. That is passive income. <laughs> Song you wrote 40 years ago. <laughs> just laying around. Do you, wait, they want to pay us how much to put that in a movie? Go ahead. Please. You want to use it in the sequel? We'll give you a, a group rate.
5: <laughs> yes, the song from Thor. You guys did the song from Thor. That's awesome. Uh, just like people walking around right now going, wait, the guy who played the vulture in Spider-Man, the old guy, he's going to be Batman? Like, that's going to work. Why would you put that guy as Batman? It's amazing, that's isn't happen. it? Never going to, you know, know. (laughs) Uh, but the day that has been in the NFL for Deshaun Jackson has been uh, down a long and winding road that honestly can only really end in one place for him. And I would be surprised if it doesn't end with him being an ex-member of the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, The Eagles wide out, facing a lot of backlash for posting quotes on social media the past couple of days in which he attributes a quote to Adolf Hitler that says white Jews will blackmail and extort America. He also went on to quote Louis Farrakhan, Nation of Islam leader who has long been viewed as anti-Semitic with his views as well. Uh, He gets into it with some people who say, I can't believe you would say this he then responds by saying I have no hatred in my heart towards no one and you don't understand the meaning of my post well when you decide to attribute a quote to Adolf Hitler and put it online and then you want to quote somebody else who has been very anti, anti-Jewish, anti uh, yeah, you're going to find yourself in a little bit of a firestorm. After this broke today, Deshaun Jackson, after meeting with the Philadelphia Eagles, put out this apology in which he says, oh, hey, I, I, I didn't mean anything by what I said.
2: I just want to, first off, extend an apology on the behalf of me and uh, what I stand for because I never wanna put any race down or any people down. And uh, you know, my post was definitely not intended for any anybody of any race to feel any type of way, especially the Jewish community. I definitely didn't mean it to the extent that you guys took it. And I, I just want to let you guys know that I'm very apologetic and I just want you guys to understand that it, it never was intended to put any race down or any religion down. He cited a quote that
5: said the that white Jews will blackmail and extort America. Their plan for world domination won't work if the Negroes know who they were. So black people could stop this from happening. But he didn't mean to put down any any races or anything. I didn't mean that. Dude, come on, man. I, I, this is this is only can I save my NFL career apology. I mean, certainly we know that when people apologize for things, they're only doing it because they got caught or they can't get out of it. But you got to give me something better than that. You, you got to give me something better. That, you know, you say, just say, I, I don't know what it is. But when when you believe things and you don't quote Adolf Hitler and Louis Farrakhan the way you do and find these quotes. And, oh, by the way, it's a quote that was not that's not an Adolf Hitler quote. So you wanted to quote adolf hitler and didn't wind up quoting him when you go this far no i kind of know what you believe in and i kind of know where you are and i know how how racist you can be with that and and that's the way this comes off this is racist and if if we are talking about trying to solve problems in our country you can't solve hate with hate and you know and 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 that that's what what gets me on this is that this is what deshaun jackson's trying to do and we can't tolerate racism And it's not just about racism towards towards black people. It's about racism towards anybody. You you can't just pick and choose what kind of racism you want to you want to back. But well, this we have to get rid of. But the other racism. No, 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 no. You're either you're 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 against racism or if you're only against some forms of racism, well, then you're an elitist and you're discriminatory and you are picking and choosing what you want to be concerned about. So if you're against racism, you got to be against everything. And, and, and here's Deshaun Jackson saying that, that you're going to find white Jews will blackmail and extort America? I, for, you know, you look at what happened with Drew Brees when he said, I disagree with people who kneel for the national anthem. And now here's Deshaun Jackson quoting Adolf Hitler. And, and Deshaun Jackson, I can't believe he still has a job in the National Football League. I really can't because I can't see how this is something that you can say, OK. Because if the Eagles keep him on the team, they're saying, Okay, well, we, we can get an apology from him and move on from there. Wow, we are in a situation in America right now where, where tolerating hate is something that we can't do. And this is hate speech. This is hate speech of the highest order. And it's got to work both ways. And it's got to work this way for Deshaun Jackson. And I know the Eagles are in a bit of a... They're in, a, they're in a bind because the first thing that's going to happen is people reference Riley Cooper because Riley Cooper was a white wide receiver who seven years ago backstage at a country music concert wanted to get backstage and they wouldn't let him backstage and a, a video of him on the internet that was a really big story when it happened where he said I will fight every N-word here to try to get backstage. Somehow the Eagles kept him on the team. I don't know how you stay on the team and yes, it's, the, times are changed now but still, you say that Back then, I'm sorry. I, how do you stay on the team when that happens? How does that happen? I, I, I don't get it. And so I get that the Eagles are kind of in this. But, well, if, it, if we cut Deshaun Jackson, it looks like we kept the white guy who said something racist and we cut the black guy who said something racist. But the world is different. Like I said, the world is different now, and, and things that you we were able to do that you could get away with or do seven years ago, you can't do now. You know, seven years ago, if this happened with Riley Cooper, to, he'd have been gone before they even brought him in to meet with him. Deshaun Jackson got to meet with, with Jeffrey Lurie and Howie Roseman and, and and put out this apology, and his status is up in the air. Riley Cooper would have been cut right away. It, it just It has to be equal on uh, you know we have to be fighting against racism of all kinds and I, I'd like to see some of the outrage on this that we saw with the outrage for Drew Brees and for other things where hey this is where people need to be educated and learn about things and I, I'm hoping that we get that part of it but so far it's been you know we've seen the Eagles respond to it we've seen teams respond to it we haven't seen the overwhelming response from players yet uh, you know which, which is kind of a, a little shocking by me uh, to, to me that we haven't seen that yet but maybe Maybe this will occur in the next day or two. But, you know, this is something where I I don't see him surviving it because if he's on the team, it looks like the Eagles are saying, well – this is, this is something racist that we're going to continue to move on with. This wasn't a mistake. This wasn't something where you could say, oh, I was drunk. I was this. I did. No, th- this is hate speech that he is throwing out there. And he knew exactly what he was doing. He said exactly what he wanted to say. And now it looks like, hey, you are, you are saying, okay, well, this kind of racism, we, you know, we're, we're going to keep him around. This story will get outside of football, and it will get really bad. It will get really bad, and it, it'll, it'll get pushed by many people who are going to say, wait a minute, if white people say this, look what happens. And, and it's going to engulf itself. It'll wind up getting political, and this is not going to reflect well on the NFL or the Eagles, and this is going to get out of control. So I, I, I can't see how the Eagles are going to wind up keeping him when this is all said and done
4: well and and that's the the question we're talking about equality and where we're at and, and the fight going on here in in 2020 and the discussions that are being had uh a lot of change in a very short amount of time but one of those things is to to talk about equality to push off the vestiges of some awful things in the past but to learn about them. So that's the other part. Is all right, I think we have to do a lot of basic world history and US history learning throughout our classrooms certainly here because if 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 you took DeShaun Jackson at his words Right. As related to Adolf Hitler and, and Stephen Jackson, when you add him to the mix as well over the top, who backed what Deshaun Jackson had to say, then there's just a, a fundamental misunderstanding here. Not to mention that, well, this wasn't his quote, but just go down this road with me for a moment. Two paragraphs later, it's talking about starting World War Three out of this. Mm hmm. Right. Like that's the end game here is not just, hey, they'll fight about it, but they'll get so consumed that we'll have World War Three. So you get some serious consequences at a minimum suspension. But I think in 2020, if, if you're going to have the the tough hand and say, all right, this is where we're at as a league and that's where Roger Goodell has, has said they want to go, and that's where all the leadership in the league has spoken about, right, equality and, and everybody being held accountable, then Deshaun Jackson's got to be held accountable. And, you know, some are suggesting, well, you just got to let the locker room sort that out. No, that's that's we're not back in 2013. And even then, we said it was wrong categorically. But that was a decision the Eagles made. It's not like anybody celebrated it. It was wrong then. Seven years later, it's still wrong. And Deshaun Jackson doesn't get a pass on this.
5: Twitter at how about a fresca? Mike at Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Carmen live from the Geico Studios. Uh, coming up after what's trending, uh, there's a reason why former NBA star Steven Jackson is trending. It's got a lot to do with Deshaun Jackson, and it'll make you shake your head. But first... Ralph Irvin has what's trending. All right, what do you have for us?
8: Well, as you mentioned earlier, yes, we a lot of talk on social media tonight about the NBA and the food that is being served inside of the Orlando bubble at Walt Disney World. But it is being pointed out that after a 36-hour in-room quarantine, the accommodations should get better in terms of the food. But it is interesting to see that that's what everyone is talking about tonight. Even Jason Smith.
11: <laughs> uh,
8: just, just, just. Uh, don't have to worry about it though. For Spencer Dinwiddie or Torian Prince, the Nets teammates, they are out of the Orlando bubble after testing positive and not making the trip to Central Florida today. Four Nets players missing the or NBA restart due to positive COVID nineteen testing. The Nets now have to fill those spots on the roster. Bradley Beal not playing with Washington in the bubble. He continues to rehab a shoulder injury. Now, did you know that right now, Geico is offering an extra 15% on car, motorcycle, and RV policies? That's on top of what Geico could already save you. So what are you waiting for? Visit geico.com to learn more. You were just talking about it. Deshaun Jackson making online anti-Semitic postings on social media. And the Eagles have made an announcement that they will take appropriate action. Reportedly, he has personally apologized to team owner Jeffrey Lurie and general manager Howie Roseman. We will see how they respond to that. Chiefs coach Andy Reid says he's not thinking about retirement. And at 62, he is ready to coach into his 70s. Makes it easier when you've got Patrick Mahomes under contract, who, by the way, will be in action this weekend playing golf at the American Century Championship in Lake Tahoe and the MLS is back tournament already with some delays as tomorrow's Nashville Chicago match has been pushed back after five Nashville FC or SC players tested positive since their arrival in Central Florida. The MLS bubble is right next to the NBA bubble and there's already those players with Nashville. Dallas has been removed from the tournament from having 10 players and a coach test positive it could get a little nerve-wracking for those NBA folks around that bubble. It's not nervous for us, though, as we send it back to Jason Smith and Mike Carmen.
5: Thanks a bunch, R. I I appreciate it, my friend. Did you know right now Geico's offering an extra 15% credit on car, motorcycle, and RV policies? That's 15% on top of what Geico could already save you. So what are you waiting for? Save an extra 15% when you switch by October 7th. Visit geico.com to learn more. So after Deshaun Jackson tweets out what he does or sends out on social media the posts involving and attributing quotes to Adolf Hitler and Louis Farrakhan. Former NBA star Steven Jackson went on social media to tweet about what Deshaun Jackson said. And surprisingly, this is what Steven Jackson had to say about Deshaun Jackson's sayings on social media.
2: He was trying to educate himself, educate people, and he's speaking the truth, right? He's speaking the truth. You know he don't hate nobody, but he's speaking the truth of, what, of, of, of the facts that he know and try to educate others. But y'all don't want us to educate ourselves.
5: Uh, okay, so he's trying to educate everybody that, that white Jews are going to destroy America unless they're stopped by, by black people. That's, the, that's a truth that he wants to go out? That's a truth? Boy, that's the first time I heard that. I, I, I didn't know that truth was out there. And oh, by the way, just because just my head's going to explode, how, do you, how can he tell the truth about a quote that he was trying to attribute to somebody that's not from that person? So you're trying to attribute a fake quote that wasn't from the person you're trying to attribute to, how can that be the truth? That's like an inception kind of move. It is. I'm, I'm waiting for the little thing to, to, to spin and give me that little uh, uh, that dip that shows me that, oh, maybe it's real, maybe it's not. I, I don't understand reaction. I don't understand how this is the number one reaction to what Deshaun Jackson has said, that the number one reaction isn't something from another player, from other players, from other athletes who are saying, hey, we have to stamp out racism of all kinds. We have to do this. Right. It's been a bad last few months and we've we've had big uh, advancements for Black Lives Matter and and, and for for African-American rights in the country. Look, Confederate statues are coming down. The flag is the Confederate flag has come down so many things. And yet the 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 biggest thing that we're seeing of a response is is Stephen Jackson saying, yeah, he was trying to speak the truth. I mean, that, that's, a li- that's a little bothersome that, that, that that's been the biggest reaction so far that we haven't heard from a lot of players. You know, a former NFL or Jeff Schwartz, the Giants, says he's not surprised that he hasn't that we haven't heard more uh, from this story from players yet, which, I'm, again, I'm hopeful that we will. But it's been, you know, at this point, it's been 24 hours and there's not been, you know, a widespread you know opinion of this. Boy, hey, the, the, this hate speech, we have no room for this in this country. I'd like to I'd like to see that, but that to see that this is the number one thing, it's kind of shocking.
4: Yeah, I, I'm still just incredulous. I mean, and, and obviously this one's uh, a lot different uh, and incendiary. Perhaps, perhaps people felt like they had a grasp on the whole United States flag and kneeling. Controversy. Maybe players felt they, they understood that one more. So they, they jumped in, whereas this one, it's like, all right, I don't want to get misconstrued or have my message uh, perhaps get caught up. But in the end, Breeze was asking the question about just the flag and trying to espouse his views was shouted down, basically being told it didn't count. And then this one's flat out a racist and separatist kind of movement and as we broke it down all about you know potential of a World War 3 rising from it and a battle and there's crickets it is, it is curious uh, on, on very many levels why why the silence but I, I would suspect we get more answers and maybe it won't come until the Eagles and the NFL make a determination as to Deshaun Jackson's status. Now Stephen Jackson has been very upfront, doing a lot of media uh, as he knew George Floyd and, and you know with the family. So it's there, but these comments, uh, like we we use the term incendiary. I mean, this is that would be underscored uh, and understated in putting that in the grand terms of what J- Jackson had to put forth.
5: Twitter at How about a fresca? Mike at Swollen Dome. The Jason Smith Show with Mike Carmen live from the Geico Studios. Again, really big, a uh, really big story today that I, I hope has some kind of ending that we can have something good coming out of this. Uh, but coming up next, another big story out of the NFL. You're not going to believe what the NFL asked players to do to get ready for this season. We got that story coming up next right here. This is Fox Sports Radio.
7: Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific.
5: Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. We are live from the Geico Studios. And it's not just a Sean Jackson making big headlines in the NFL today. Uh, this was something that no matter how you cut it up, I go, who thought this was a good idea? You know, who thought this is a good idea to say, you know, we, we we want to plan ahead, so we're going to ask the NFL players for this. Now, I, I give the NFL credit because one thing the NFL is getting to do right now is they are getting to see how Major League Baseball and how the NBA works towards their restarts, and they can mm-hmm. see the things that both starts do well and see the things that both starts – didn't do well and they can adjust. They can adopt some of the things that the leagues did well and they can, you know, f- walk away from the landmines that, that these other sports have done, some things not done well. And one thing that we have seen in the past couple of days has been that baseball players and NBA players are a little skeptical of the plans going on in a bubble. Uh, what's going to happen for the care for the players if there are big positive coronavirus tests, and how the players are going to be taken care of. Uh, baseball players specifically not very happy, not very confident that Major League Baseball has a lid on it right now. So the NFL sees this and says, okay, get it, got it. All right, let, let's, let's try to get ahead of this. Today, the National Football League, Asked the NFLPA, the Players Association, to put 35% of their salaries away in escrow to cover protection costs of what could arise in the fall if it came to lost income for the owners. So revenue that is lost, the players have been asked to put 35% of their salaries away in escrow to help this. The response has been a lot of emojis. Uh, it's been, you know, get bent. It's been take off. It's been stick it, which I am so completely glad that the players decided to say. Uh, so I, I can't believe the league that brings all this money and revenue. It's, it's going to be a year where the NFL is just not going to make as much money as they have. You know, we for all sports. This is just a year for Major League Baseball, for the NBA, for the owners in the league. Ju- they're just not going to make the gobs of money that they normally do. So when you say, oh, we're losing all this revenue, you're, you're, you're going to lose money and you're going to lose money off of your profits. Right? This is not something that's going to put you suddenly, now we got to sell. Because if things were really bad, you would see MLB, NBA owners having to sell the team. We, we can't afford We can't be solvent anymore. So just understand that this is what's going on. This is just a year that the owners aren't going to make the gobs of money they're used to. Here are the owners who are asking the players, Mike, the players who have to walk in and put their health on the line to play, all right? In most aspects of life right now, what people do for a living, hopefully you have very forgiving bosses, I think a lot of us do, that are allowing people to work from home. And if you do have to come into the office, there are social distance measures in place. There's ways to keep you safe. You cannot do this in the National Football League. You are showing up knowing that your health is at risk. You will be in close quarters with 50, 75 more players. You will be playing games and practices with players in close quarters that you can't wear masks, you can't social distance from. No matter what you feel about the severity of the coronavirus, players are putting their health at risk for what they do for a living. Yes, they make a lot of money, but they put their health at risk. If you were asked to go in and say, hey, you got to come into work and you can't social distance, you're right on top of one another, you would say, hang on a second, I don't know if I want to do this, I need some protection things in place. This is what the players have no choice of. They have to go do this. And these are the people that the NFL said, we want 35% of your salary mm-hmm. to cover any missed costs that could arise. This is not a league that has lost money yet. They have not had anything, they have not anything go wrong yet. Nothing's going wrong. They haven't missed games like the NBA have. They haven't missed games like MLB has. No, nothing but in case we want 35% of your salaries in escrow to cover our losses. Wow, that is so ballsy, I, I, I can't even tell you.
4: Well, I have to wonder if from a early payments circumstance with advertisers and in-stadium stuff, whether they would have had monies due that they couldn't collect given the givens right now you know the optics of it all and everything and maybe they would have said to hell with the optics and said uh we'll hold your money for you much like they're doing here uh from the player's perspective i i I think you know i read it as nflpa asks as to build the war chest and safety valve in case everything goes to hell for an extended period so that there's still some money left and then reading it again went wow that's that is bold but thinking <laughs> but, and then i thought some other things kind of like when you you reference talking to your grandparents after a semester at college oh. and starting to drop a bunch of expletives that's kind of what i then thought about this plan much like the players <laughs> that responded to it but also you know if you can negotiate a pretty good term in terms of interest then, then maybe it's worth your while Oh that that's right. like Bobby it's, it's Bobby Benilla day for the National Football League. Well, but here we'll put 35% uh of our contract money away. You guarantee us this rate of return and then it pays out like it's a uh you know, like we're buying securities and we're looking at, uh, all right, I got a I got a nine-month nine, nine month CD <laughs> rolling on here, and at the end, you pay me X interest. If you look at it that way, maybe it's not as bad, but on the face, yeah, it's this ugly is, as hell. This is Please I'm protect s- us from our losses. <laughs> yeah, We
5: need your money, and I know you're putting your bodies out. This is like the worst health plan ever. Oh, now we need more of your money to cover you guys in case something happens. Just in case something happens. So they don't have the money? You're telling me they don't have the money to cover? We need money from the players. You wow, could be the float. Uh, Twitter at How About a Fresca, Mike at Swollen Dome. Coming up next, a double dose of big stories out of the NBA coming your way.
7: This is Fox. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific.
5: Fox Sports Radio, welcome inside. It is the slide over baby hour here at Fox Sports Radio. My seventh hour of radio today. Uh, Doing double duty today was on Dan Patrick yesterday, today, Uh, now tonight, uh, back on the show like normal. And I got to say, Mike, I've had more coffee today than I think I've had in one day in my life. Four cups of coffee. And I feel both good and bad that I feel this good. You know, I feel like Chest
4: okay, start well, hurting yet Any palpitations no, no, Anything no, no. going on
5: No no Everything's fine I just okay, feel good. like You know Normally when I When I drink coffee I'll have a coffee drink Or or I'll have A whiskey know, I drink Half a cup of coffee I drink the whiskey and drink I drink the drink. vodka drink I drink the lager yeah. drink I drink this. I sing the songs That remind me of the good times I think And you know I'll have like A half a cup of coffee At night And that works And everything else But today Like I had a cup of coffee This morning when I got up at, You know Got ready for the show At 5.30 Had one right after After the show, had a cup of coffee before the show tonight. Had one during the show, and I'm like, boy, I feel great. I mean, look, I've always known coffee is like a drug. You know, it's oh, by God, it's amazing the way you drink it, and you, you suddenly your energy level goes up. But. I was always happy that, you know, I had, you know, a half a cup of coffee and I was feeling good or I had, you know, a, a coffee drink of some kind. No, now I needed four cups of coffee to get through today. And I, like I said, I feel good that I feel where I am with this hour, but I also feel, oh, man, I needed four cups of coffee and I liked it. That's, that's
11: Yeah,
4: welcome to the coffee. dark side. <laughs> yeah, no, that's good. That's, uh, yeah, I would say I probably averaged four a day going back to college, maybe before wow. when I broke my leg and I first started drinking coffee. Maybe it goes oh, all the way wow. back there. Occasionally I try to give it up and it lasts all of about twenty four to forty eight hours before I feel run down and not right. Yeah. And we just get right back into it. Nice try to get right, right back into it. Let's have that coffee. Let's get going. <laughs> yeah, you bring that coffee over here. That's what put make that, that coffee, coffee to go. Down. I mean it is what it is. Yeah. It's yeah, it's it's one of my vices. I'll 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 own it. And it's probably uh, probably helped with my uh, being vertically challenged. It probably did not help me there. <laughs> hey, <laughs> given how I look early like I started drinking it, what would I look like if I never had a cup of coffee?
5: Suddenly, you're like seven, seven, and you're running up and down the
4: floor and you're dunking.
5: And whoa, look at this one of the greatest basketball player ever. But no, one had fighting coffee, for so, yeah. playtime
4: time alongside bowl, bowl. <laughs>
5: Ah. you know that's the thing now with with the coronavirus and we were at the point up until about 10 or 12 days ago where it looked like the country was going to fully reopen but obviously with with you know Covid nineteen tests going through the roof in over thirty states because when states did reopen they didn't do it safe enough. It's not that we reopened too early; we just didn't reopen safe enough. And now you know we're back to okay. Now we have to shut things down for a bit. So where we we're going has kind of been pushed down. So it's, it's been it's been difficult to try to get out and to you know there's only so many times I think you can say oh, I'm going to go for a jog. I'm going to go for a run around my block. You know we want to get out and do things. And and, and you know, I've noticed my reliance on on coffee drinks more than ever had in the past, because normally I would say over the course of a week I would have, you know, I'd have coffee at night with you, and then there would be you know maybe once or twice a week I'd go to Starbucks and get something. Now it's like right. every day I want to say, let's go to Starbucks, I'm going to get a drink for now, and I'm going to get a coffee drink for later when I want it, just in case. I don't want to be caught without one, right? i, I got to have one. <laughs> I, I,
4: can't, I, can't, I can't go I, to the fridge, there would be nothing there that can warm up in the my microwave. My man, we got to save you some money, you got to start brewing at home. I got- <laughs> <laughs>
5: Uh, So, yeah. So I, I wonder if that's been a thing for, you know, for people as well. You notice that the, the reliance on on uh, stimulants like for caffeine has been
4: gone through the roof
5: because we're more sedentary than we've been.
4: No, I, I would I, I guess that. if that's a big thing. I would say between that and I, I would hazard a guess that your soda consumption is through the roof, not you. The collective you, all of us out here listening, uh, appreciate you wherever you are being part of our extended family on this vast Fox Sports Radio network. But I would suspect that's the case, too. More sugary drinks and then uh, maybe happy hour has drifted up until noontime for those that have mm. you know, been, well, forced to be home for myriad financial reasons and other
5: or you're just at liquor stores looking for the next scoop because of the woman who got the scoop for the Patrick Mahomes contract. I'm hanging out at the liquor store for the go. scoop. I'm not. There. It's like buying Playboy for the articles. No, I'm not
4: at the liquor store <laughs> for the alcohol. I'm at the – in case I get a scoop on, on, a, on a big sports story. That's why I'm well, here. You, well, you know what? One of the big things has become is this year, and you and I have talked about it a little bit. You've made fun uh, and, and had a lot of content over basketball cards. Uh, but people stalking uh the vendors that are coming to fill the shelves at a target a walmart etc because the secondary market for that stuff is ridiculous so even when it was hey you've got to be this age and above we want to give preferential treatment and support to older people in the community nope those guys were there ready to stalk the vendor because they knew they could make 2 to 3 times their money immediately. It's it's really a fascinating thing. There've been fist fights, it's been logged on the news. It's uh it's a curious little subculture that has erupted in this. But same kind of principle of hanging out, trying to find information. In this case, it's a please allow it to be the latest Zion Rich product so I can go make some money. <laughs> twitter at how about
5: a fresco Mike and Swollen Dome the Jason Smith show with my best friend Mike Harmon Uh, AutoZone has more ways for you to get what you need when you need it with their free same day pickup you can place your order online and grab what you need today at more than 5700 AutoZone locations in store or curbside if you have a job that can wait until tomorrow AutoZone offers free next day delivery on orders over 35 bucks just order by 10pm at AutoZone free next day delivery is available on over 100,000 parts so visit com today to start your job fast. Get in the zone, AutoZone. Hey, you so, know,
4: Jason, we finished last hour with the yeah. um, 35% rule. Uh-huh. Uh, and, and for those unawares, the National Football League asking players to put 35 percent of their contracts into an escrow account uh, to, to be kind of a stop loss if things go to hell for the league. Uh, and I'm talking the ridiculous nature. But I, I was having a thought as I'm sitting here watching uh, Iron Man and, and company getting, getting to work here. Uh, is there a potential that the the union could push this as more towards that partnership thing like the NBA has, like, oh, you want us to bail you out, huh? <laughs> that, that maybe there's a little bit of leverage to be gained short term. Uh, I would say there is, but there's no
5: way the players are going to say, okay, here's 35% of our money.
4: I'm saying there would I, have to I, be a I, bunch of demands and and wins on their part to do it, right? It's not going to be an act of goodwill. I mean, hell no. no. no you but know, I, I, do, it, You know what that's going to get you. <laughs>
5: I, I, I just, know I think that's a... Um, I think that's going to be something that's too big for this right now. I mean, the the, the, the NFL says, "Listen, this is what we want from you," and, and the players are saying, "Yeah, no, it's not happening." Okay. And what are they going to ask for if they want it? I mean, can you imagine what they're going to want? And would it be great? NFL is going to say, "Okay, wait, 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 wait. No, no, forget it. Forget it. Okay, hang on, hang on, hang on. All right, we're not Got doing you in this. over a barrel, eh? Yeah, we're not. We're not doing this. Okay, just so you know, we're no, we're completely not doing this. So I, you know, could this be something? Yeah, but it's, it's going to be part of a bigger argument. I would say." And cuz I can't believe there to be anything where the players would say okay you want 35% of our salaries in escrow this is what we need. Uh right now players are hoping to get a paycheck. And, yeah. and that's that's kind of what they are yeah. looking forward to. So I could see that being if, if boy that would be a lot of gambling that we can take what we can take that now and really play it play it forward and play it into the next CBA but yeah I think that I think that gets a little bit too big for what's going on right now. I think it does. Uh, I'm a big thinker. That's all right. No, I'm glad. To, I'm, you, know, you keep thinking, Butch. That's what you're good at. Uh, so, outside of the NFL, we got Jay Glazer coming up in a few minutes with the latest on, on Deshaun Jackson, Patrick Mahomes' contract extension. Uh, two things out of the NBA today. Um, and the first one is that we are seeing more players opt out, players with uh, COVID-19 difficulties that aren't going to play. Bradley Beal of the Wizards opted out earlier today. Spencer Dinwiddie's not going to be able to play uh, as he recovers from COVID-19. Four Nets players are not going to be able to show up uh, and play in the bubble. And you're starting to see, I don't want to say, you're starting to see uh, results of of COVID-19 and what it's having on, on the games, but you're seeing certainly teams look to the aspect of we have to play these games. We're ready to go home. Now that it's real, there's only going to be a couple of teams that show up to win the championship. Right, And that's when, when I see Giannis say last week, boy, it's going to be the hardest thing ever to win this championship. I go, okay. Yeah, it is because you're dealing with trying to win basketball games in a bubble and, and there's no fans and you're, you're living with your uh, teammates and it's just a different, different way of life. But on the court, Uh, it's going to be the easiest path you're going to see to win a championship because – just forget about the team showing up to try to make the playoffs, okay? The the lower seeds are not going to make it out of the first couple rounds in the playoffs, because they never do. You you can't pull big upsets in the NBA playoffs and upset your way to win a championship. It's not the NFL. It's not Major League Baseball, where you can be good, get in the playoffs, and then get hot, and you get hot for three games, and suddenly look, you're playing for the championship. That doesn't happen in the NBA. It's grueling. Seven-game series, seven-game series, seven-game series, seven-game Series. The best teams always win. So there's going to be two thirds of the teams are going to show up already, just to say we're here to play, and because we have to, and we got one foot out of the bubble already. We're ready to go home. So, but you know, it, it's going to be down to to the four or five teams who think they have a chance to win right away. And as you see this, because look, teams, these teams that aren't going to win, they don't really want their players there. You know, do the, do the Wizards want Bradley We're paying him money. And this, are we nope. really going to win a championship this year? I don't know if we want Bradley Beal there. The Nets certainly don't want Spencer Dinwiddie there. You know, he's a guy we're counting on when KD comes back next year and Kyrie Irving. This is a year we're throwing away anyway. So you're going to see a lot of teams now. You're seeing the ones who are going to say, we're just going to show up to play. And certainly the Nets are a team that's going to show up to play and then leave. The same thing you're seeing with the Wizards, you know, other teams as well. So that's going to be one thing that's going to become apparent the, more, the closer we get to the season. It's that, all right. The resumption of the seasons. All right, we're still just waiting, like we were in November, for the Lakers, Clippers, Western Conference Finals, and the Bucks to come out of the East. All right, cause that, that's what we were waiting for when the season tipped off at the end of October, and that's where we are right now. And the season's going to tip off again coming up in a few weeks. We're waiting for the winner of Lakers, Clippers to play the Bucks for the championship.
4: Yeah, I, I think that's it. I don't know how much we've extended from October. How many teams we really think could win this? Right. I mean, maybe one or two that you throw in as a wild card if things break right. And this remains as mutinous situation as it appears to be going in. So maybe you get a little more depth on the eastern side in terms of trying to find yourself a dark horse team to to come out of the, you know, from the back of the pack and win it. But overall, how many teams are, are looking at each other going, all right, we got eight games. Because we don't have any aspirations to, to win, right? Victor Oladipo and others who've got contracts pending. It's like there's no point in going. The Nets, it's already a wash, so let's just finish it. Let's find nine guys at the local Y Put them in uniform. They get the thrill of a lifetime to go to the Walt Disney World bubble to eat cool meals that are provided each day and chronicled on social media, uh, and then we'll we'll go home and we'll move on. And the Knicks and the Bulls and other teams will go play in bubble number two in Chicago, and and we'll try to get through this season as best as possible. I just I really don't anticipate great basketball. On any level here, no. It's going to be
5: tough. You're not going to see great basketball until you get deep into the playoffs. It's it's going to be it's going to be rough basketball for a little while.
4: I also a- anticipate when we when we get down to it, once the bubble commences, your incidence of infection is going to be remarkably low. Unless I hope all so. of a sudden, I hope well, so. Man. I'm just talking I really do. I a, hope so. what what gets reported, right? That there's going to be a little bit of a veil there. Unless guys are coughing, hacking up, you know, you know, chunks of green stuff and whatever uh, and and struggling to keep it together. Otherwise, I I suspect uh, you'll you'll have the Players Association and the league trying to put on the best face they can to get through this.
5: You know, the other thing, too, is that we saw Adam Silver say today that the bubble could burst if COVID-19 tests really get inside. They're fully expecting, as players report now, to get positive COVID-19 tests. Look, we, we expect this to happen. And But once you get inside the bubble, you pass through quarantine, you get in, they want to keep a lid on it. But certainly Adam Silver said today, hey, positive COVID-19 t- tests get in. This could burst the bubble before we even get going. And he's really concerned about that. And, you know, when you hear stories like this, I, you know, I, this is where – We need to maintain a positive frame of mind and understand that whatever we get with sports, we're going to get right? The NBA may come back for the whole season. They may come back for a handful of games. They may not be able to play after they get there for a week and a half, but we're going to get what we get. Same thing with Major League Baseball. I'd be disappointed if Major League Baseball didn't come back for longer because it certainly is the most coronavirus friendly of the sports trying to return. Look, the MLS already had to postpone their restart uh, because of COVID-19. Look, it's a lot of banging back and forth and players being physical, and NBA is the same way. Baseball is the most coronavirus friendly so you would hope they could figure it out but if we don't get baseball we don't get it and you look at whatever we get sports. We've had everything taken away for three and a half months now. And we've done okay without it. Now it's going to be exciting when it comes back. It's going to be awesome. But if it doesn't, all right, well, then we're looking forward to football. We're already going to be in the middle of July. Let's just say we find out we can't have any basketball or baseball at the end of this month. Well, guess what? Allegedly, we're one month away from football season. So, all right, then. Here we go. We're getting ready for football. And let's say football gets postponed. Well, okay, well, now we're getting ready for the start of the NBA season 2022. 2020- 2021, because that's coming sometime in in October. So just treat sports as if they come back, great. And and whatever we get is awesome. If we don't get it, it's going to come back eventually. But treat it as like it's found money. It's the extended adult swim. It's a bonus. Because where we were a few months ago, we didn't think we'd have sports the rest of the calendar year. But now they're making an effort to come back. If we get it, we get it. If we don't, we have to move on. That's the best way I can say to describe
4: it just as long as everybody takes it seriously. Look, there's hundreds and millions and billions of dollars at stake in each of these leagues, so I can't believe any part of this from the players in any league to the ownership and management groups and everybody in between, that they're not going to take it seriously. So once we get to the bubble, I'm feeling better, right? It's those last three weeks uh, before training camp in the NFL kind of feeling that you have in a normal year. Just don't do anything dumb. Don't say anything dumb. Don't get in the police blotter. We'll be okay. And here it's – don't go to a large random party. You've got a responsibility to your family and to your teammates to be healthy, to get into these situations for baseball players and the like. Fix the, where the glitches are and let's move forward. I need some ball, man. I need some ball and I need to see some some major league dingers. <laughs> like big al i like to hit diggers <laughs> uh, yeah my name is big al and i hit diggers <laughs> twitter at how
5: about a fresca mike at swollen dome the jason smith show with mike Harmon live from the geico studios uh coming up next we got jay glazer stopping by he's got all the latest what does he think about deshaun jackson the controversy engulfing him the fallout from patrick mahomes's big contract extension keep it right here that's coming up next fox sports radio
6: Terms and conditions apply.
5: Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon, live from the Geico Studios. Today, you know, look, I, I walked in thinking, okay, going to come back to the show tonight, talk about Patrick Mahomes' big contract extension, could be worth up to $500 million. But in reality, it's a about a five-year deal, however, certain... Interesting things are built into the contract where if he's on the team's roster in 2021, his money's guaranteed through 2023. So really interesting. And then Deshaun Jackson happened. Deshaun Jackson, Eagles wide receiver, who over the weekend uh, put up some quotes on social media that he attributed to Adolf Hitler and Louis Farrakhan, uh, which were very controversial. Uh, The tweet he put out uh, that he wanted to prescribe to Adolf Hitler, which turned out not to be something Hitler said, uh, was that white Jews would destroy America unless black people stopped them. Louis Farrakhan, who for many years uh, has been viewed as anti-Semitic with some of his uh, things that he has said. And as today has gone on, we saw Deshaun Jackson wind up talking to the Philadelphia Eagles. He has put out a statement saying he's sorry. I don't believe it. Uh, And right now, his status with the Eagles is up in the air. Getting set to join us on the hotline to talk all about this. NFL on Fox insider extraordinaire Jay Glazer. You can follow Jay on Twitter at Jay Glazer. So, Jay, obviously not the day we thought we wake up to today. I thought you are going to come on the show. We're going to talk all about Patrick Mahomes' contract. Instead, Deshaun Jackson goes on social media and attributes <laughs> a, a to quote to Adolf Hitler and Louis Farrakhan, yeah, yeah. and now he meets with the Eagles, and his NFL future is up in the air. You know, Hey, by the way, reaction? I'm
10: a Jew. He hasn't called me yet. He, has, he hasn't called
5: to apologize you to it's you go. yet? I'm friendly oh, with
10: the guy. He hasn't called me yet. Let, let me re- but, re- re- you listen, know him pretty I'm, well? I'm, yeah, I know Deshaun very well. You know what? Here's the one thing. I'm not part of the cancel culture. I think if you screw up, the whole the whole point of things is to um, is to get educated. And whether it's we're talking about race relations with African Americans or or Jews or any, anything else, man, it's about we got to have some empathy and learn. Now, am I, do I look at him and be like, oh, right. dude, what are you saying, um, man? Vince, I'll be- and man, would this really hurt my family? Yes, a million percent. Um, what you hope for is that somebody. You know, they, they, they say they're going to learn, and they really want to learn. That's the big thing here, man. If you really want to learn, and God bless you. I mean, there's some people in, in prisons who are Aryan nation who've turned their, their life around and say, oh, my God, I, I did the wrong thing. Um, there's people who've done really bad things who've, who've you know, who've, who've reformed. I'm not part of this society that wants to look to bury everybody. Was I extremely offended? Yeah, I, no doubt. A million percent. A, as a guy who grew up, who, who lost family members, and, and uh, um, because we were Jewish, yes, absolutely a million percent. I was offended. But D- does this play am, I looking at, am I looking you know? to say, oh, my God, let's damn him to hell? No, I'm not. Am I looking for somebody to go, you know what, man, I really, yeah, you guys show me how much I, I did screw up, and I was. it was this it was a dumbass statement that he said, and um, I'm hoping that he really is going to learn. I hope other people will too, but I I just think we're looking so much to hate each other right now. And that's why I'm almost like, I'm almost numb to how much we're all looking to hate each other, whether it's um, people hating each other because of, you know, just they are, they are prejudiced and they are discriminating and they do have hate, um, but they've, Being taught to have. I don't think anybody's born with hate in their heart. I mean, they're taught to have that. Um, And that that hurts me in the the same time. People are so angry the other way. They're looking so hard to get mad at people. Uh, You know, the other way, that hurts me also. There's just no empathy in this planet right now, and you know, I I just wish there was. So as a Jewish man right now, I'm telling you it hurt me, but I'm not looking for him to have a, a death sentence for for anything. I'm hoping he really does learn and I'm hoping he, you know, he knows how, how hurtful his comments were. Um, and it, like I said, I, I know it hurt, hurt a lot of it. any of my family members who, who would look at that. Um, and listen, the Holocaust, man, was not too long ago. It's not like we're talking the 1700s or 1800s. Slavery wasn't that long ago. And, you know, this isn't this isn't the medieval times that we're talking about it wasn't that long ago. Holocaust was not that long ago. Where one man got people rounded up to extinguish six million people of one religion. So we now we we need some empathy. We need to come together and start building each other up and loving each other and realizing that people who are different than you that you think are different, I look at it like it should be one united world under God. But people you think are different than you, man, learn to love our people's differences.
5: Jay, does this does this part of the Deshaun Jackson you know like you said you know him like when when you see does this dovetail into I mean
10: I, I know him I mean I know him as covering the NFL surface you know we're not I'm not bringing him to you know to shoot with me we're not going to rush Deshaun's surfaces together okay but uh, right. you know we just we've been friends we're friendly you know and um, look I've I've had friends who and look I'm not defending him I'm not defending him it's on him to defend him. It's on him to say to show me, man, I really just had a brain fart and I don't know what I was saying or man, I was trying to be part I don't know. I have no idea why somebody would compare it. I have no clue. But it's on him to now show everybody, hey, this is this is not what I meant. This is who the person I, this is the person that I am. And you know what's you know what's crazy, guys? Man, there are people I'm friends with I know are prejudiced against Jews. and I'm friends with them. It's their viewpoint. I just, um, I don't know, man. I, I just kind of, like, again, like, I, I talk about being proud of my scars and being proud of other people's scars and building. I know what other people's scars do to them. I know what trauma does to people. So I just don't, I, I, man, I try to love everybody up. Even if somebody I'm friends with I know has some underlying ignorance toward me, I still love them up. Building his
4: community. He's got his tribe and his guys over at Unbreakable and obviously org. It's our friend, Fox NFL Sunday, Broadcasting Hall of Famer. It's our guy, Jay Glazer, at Jay Glazer, where you find him on Twitter. Uh, To more positive things in the NFL, uh, a couple of Brinks trucks backing up for Patrick Holmes and Andy Reid now talking like he wants to coach forever, wearing his best Tommy Bahama. Oh, my God, I would
10: too. (laughs) you kidding me? (laughs) Patrick Mahomes is who you want quarterbacks in your team, leading your prayer service and marrying your daughter. He's about as perfect as you get, man. And he's here's the crazy part. I, I don't think he's done getting better. I think he's actually gonna improve because his workouts. ethic look obviously he's brought up around baseball his whole life. So he saw that I mean and the old school workouts, like the people who's around his dad and his uncle, how long they played. You know, so many guys come in the league nowadays they, they want to be famous instead of being great. Being famous is not the same as being great. I've said it on the show before. So their work ethic isn't the same. They're just trying to work to be famous. I don't think Patrick McColmes could care less one way or the other if he's famous or not. I think he wants to be the best. And I think he will constantly work like Tom Brady did to be the best. And it's, it's scary to think that this dude may actually get better, but I think he will. Yeah, you know, and, and Andy Reid too. I mean, he could go down
5: when it's all said and done. We're talking about greatest coaches in NFL yeah. history. He could wind up with over 300 wins, three or four Super Bowls, and then it's well, who was better, Belichick or Andy Reid?
10: Right. I mean, really, well, that's that's where let's, he's let's, could let's be not, going be Well, let's not, let's not really. Andy wouldn't even say that about Belichick. We I mean, got we got a, we got a <laughs> bunch of rings going on there. Okay, but well, but yeah, Andy he, is, he, could, he look, could get he, he's two or done three an awful more. lot in and he's the biggest heart in the league. I mean, this guy is the king of second chances. He's been thrown off a lot. And he's just, man, he lets everything roll off his back. It's incredible. It's incredible what, he, what he's been able to do and how many young lives he's been able to affect. And every time there's somebody who needs a second chance, man, he's there to give it to them.
5: You can follow him on Twitter, at Jay Glazer. That is at Jay Glazer. Great stuff, is always, from him. Also, vetsandplayers.org, all the great work he is doing there as well. Always great when Jay Glazer stops by the show with us. Now, here's the thing about Andy Reid, Mike, that the conversation wanted to get into. Now, obviously, mm-hmm. on the field, you know, Belichick, what he's proven is is more so than than what Andy Reid has. He's going to have more Super Bowls. He will wind up having the record for most wins all time. He will pass Don Shula. But... If Andy Reid gets over 300 and he's got three or four Super Bowls, part of the conversation is well, Andy Reid never got busted a couple of times for cheating, or three times for cheating in the NFL, which is what's happened to the Patriots. You had Spygate, you had Deflategate, you had Spygate again, which, oh, by the way, came out, you know, 20 minutes after they signed Cam Newton. So, you know, Belichick's got to walk around with that stigma of cheater, you know, on him. And the Patriots have that aura of what did they know, what did they not, how are they doing it, were they doing it legitimately how are they able to be this good for so long when it's never happened before in the history of the nfl so he's going to have that attached now what he's going to accomplish is going to be more than andy reed but he's but andy reed's not going to have that to go along and attached with him so so that's why that's going to be a debate but even at, at worst you're going to say belichick and then it's andy reed I mean, that's kind of how it's going to go. Say Andy Reid coaches 10 years, and being conservative, they win three more Super Bowls because Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in the NFL. You know, not not Brady where they go every other year and
4: win six. No, but they win, they win three more. That's going to do it for Andy Reid. Yeah, it's the curiosity of how this flows, right? Obviously, the game of football has so many uh, wrinkles to it in a given season. I mean, we saw even last year. There was a moment where we were on air and had to hold our breath as to what was the status of Mahomes' knee, right? Mm -hmm. So, I mean, you've got those kind of situations uh, that happen all the time. You've got Andy Reid looking to coach into his 70s. I kind of dig that he was excited about this to the, hey, I'll keep doing it as long as it's fun. Because some of the speculation had been maybe he goes another one, two years and then hands the keys over. And that was part of my... uh, my questioning when everybody was mad about Biennemi not getting a job this offseason was, well, look at where he would have had to go work. Outside of Dallas, did you want any of those jobs? Just saying. Based on ownership and the way front offices have been run there, uh, there were a lot of questions other than just having the head coach tag, would you want to go, especially when you can keep coaching up Patrick Mahomes. But, you know, that remains to be seen, right? How long is he there and the continuity of the coaching staff? How many guys you lose once this contract still goes into effect? But the Andy Reid part of it's just fascinating because you look back at how successful he was in Philadelphia, And even though they didn't get over with the Super Bowl win, I mean, they were in it. You know, they were in the mix going to conference championship games year after year with McNabb, Westbrook and that crew. And then T.O. and the broken leg and playing in the Super Bowl and all that craziness that ensued. So the argument will be there. You know, the Cincinnati issue with the Patriots is one that I think 99 percent of football writers and fans have forgotten about. Figured the NFL was never going to do anything with it, and it was a story for about thirty minutes when it happened, and it was a story for about thirty minutes before cam 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 cam. So, <laughs> but it still happened. Still, three times you've gotten busted for cheating. It's three times. Three times. Is well, a pretty I, big deal. and look, until someone comes and writes the tell-all book of exactly what went down, it's all cloak and dagger and mystery, which is a beautiful thing. <laughs> Twitter at how about a fresca? Mike gets swollen
5: dome. The Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon live from the Geico Studios. Uh, we got more coming up in 90 seconds, but first we got Ralph Irvin with what's trending in the wide world of sports. All right, what do you have for us?
8: Well, thank you very much, guys. You talked about it with Jay there. Deshaun Jackson making online anti-Semitic postings on social media, and the Philadelphia Eagles responding with by saying that they will take appropriate action. We'll see what that action may be. Uh, Jackson reportedly apologized directly to team owner Jeffrey Lurie and GM Howie Roseman, but again, we will see exactly what the Eagles response will be. And the Chiefs, you said it, Andy Reid's excited. He says he'll coach into his 70s. It makes it easy when you've got Patrick Mahomes, who will tee it up this week. You can watch Patrick Mahomes play at the American Century Golf Championship. That'll be this weekend from Tahoe. The big story in basketball, though, is that teams are starting to arrive into the orlando bubble six teams arriving at walt disney world today and they were greeted with well the amenities of being locked in your room for the next two days because that is what happens is each player has his own room but they are basically locked in there they'll have food delivered but that is it until they have uh, gone through the quarantine acclimatization period teams that are There include the Brooklyn Nets, but the Nets are not entirely there because guard Spencer Dinwiddie tested positive again for COVID-19. His teammate Torian Prince also testing positive. Those two now part of four players that will miss the NBA restart due to positive tests for the Brooklyn squad. Bradley Beal not playing for Washington in the Orlando bubble either. Now we'll send it back to two guys who will play in
5: or out of any bubble. It is Jason Smith and Mike Harmon. Thanks a bunch, R.I. We have what has shockingly become the the story of the NBA and MLS bubble so far coming up in a few minutes, but just to end with Deshaun Jackson here because now, as you heard Ralph say, uh, the Eagles will take appropriate action. Right now, appropriate action is – uh, let's just say we met and get an apology out and let's see what the next day or two brings us. Let's let, let's see if something happens where we actually have to say something and do something because the Eagles look, the Eagles want no part of this. I mean, let, let, let's let be honest, because no matter what they decide, it's a big blank sandwich for them. Right. Because mm-hmm. either they cut Deshaun Jackson and then. Fans say, well, let's see. you kept Riley Cooper, who used the N-word publicly, and you kept him, but you cut Deshaun Jackson, who's the black player. Or you keep Deshaun Jackson, and what is it? But How can you not stamp out stamp out racism? What he put out there, quotes that he wanted to attribute to Adolf Hitler and Louis Farrakhan, and the guy gets to stay? I mean, they, they want no part of this. I guarantee they have no idea what they're going to do. They're hoping for some kind of divine intervention to come in to let them know how to proceed. But, hey, you know what? You owned it. You got to own it. You, you, you decided to keep Riley Cooper, which made absolutely no sense. Now you got to, times are different now. You got, you're either against racism or you're seen as for racism. You can't just be against some kind of racism. You got to be You gotta be for stamping out all kinds of racism. I don't know that in the end the Eagles are going to have a choice. Maybe they try to go with a suspension, but they risk this story getting bigger and outside of sports. And that's the main issue is that right now it's a football story. How long until this becomes something that's a talking point politically or uh, that we're going to see outside of sports uh, from people who say, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, What? why? Is, why, is, why does he get to keep playing when a white player would have lost his job and then suddenly it's more than a sports debate and the Eagles are at the center of something when we're just trying to see if we can play a season with coronavirus. I, I th- in the end, I, I don't see the Eagles as having a choice, even though they're sitting right back now going, all right, let's see where we're at, let's see where we're at, let's see what we can do. I mean, I, I, I don't know. I, 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 I don't see a way out of it for them. I know they don't want any part of it, but they really have no choice.
4: Well, they put out their statement. We saw that Jackson met with a rabbi, uh, and is you know pledged to educate himself, and and all of the platitudes that go with it. The curiosity is to see you know if the the Eagles and the NFL take the. Let's watch how how where and how hard the wind blows over the next twenty four hours, because you could totally see this becoming a political volleyball. Mm-hmm. given past incidences with the National Football League. You could also see the potential that it it doesn't get the same resonance. I mean, as of now, we haven't had any players or executives really speak out. Only a small percentage of media doing more than just reporting what happened. Man, I think we've gone about as hard on it as you can. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Right. So uh, it'll be curious to see if they just try to see if they can weather the the first 24 hours and see what the response is. But, you know, given the climate, it would seem that you want to be in the in the best light and you want to be seen as being in the right. Then you take swift action.
5: Twitter at how about a fresca, Mike at Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon live from the Geico Studios. Coming up next, again, surprising. What has become the number one story for the NBA and MLS bubbles is not nearly what you'd expect. That's next on Fox.
7: Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific.
5: Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend Mike Harmon. Live from the Geico Studios. And I gotta be honest, look, we've had a, it's been a heavy night tonight talking about Deshaun Jackson and, and, and NFL and or in, and the NBA with you know bubble issues. I am really surprised that the biggest story so far that has gotten most people's attention has come from the food that NBA and MLS <laughs> players are getting right now in the Orlando bubble. I mean this this story has taken off and as you see athletes are putting pictures of their dinner on Twitter which really gets me because I hate when people do it on Facebook. Let me let me show you what I had for dinner tonight. Here's the macaroni and cheese I made. Look, I got onions and tomatoes in it. Wow, what a great dinner this was and then see who likes it or comments on I don't care what you had for dinner. But I can't escape maybe it. Maybe someone else maybe
4: they just look, want to be loved. Is
5: that so wrong? No, no, I understand, but why why does it matter what you had for dinner?
4: Why do I care what you had for dinner? I don't. I mean Maybe if, you don't, but maybe if you're telling Johnny me X twenty seven does. If you're
5: telling me, hey, I had went to this place for dinner and it was awesome, you should try it. But no, no. Why? I live in LA. Why you know, I love staying in contact with people I went to high school with, but why do I care if someone living in New Jersey told me what they had for dinner tonight? Why?
4: Why why does it matter? I, I don't get it. But because that's maybe that point. now inspires you to go out and yeah. find that type of food. You okay. know what? I haven't had that in a while. <laughs> that might be delicious. Okay,
5: okay. Now that's not the point. Now don't get me to don't get me off topic here.
4: <laughs> don't get me with logic. Don't get, How
5: don't dare get, you? No, don't get me. That's not the real topic. The real topic is so players are tweeting out pictures of what their dinner is, and they're all these these prepackaged. They look like airplane meals. Although I got to yeah. say, airplane meals look better than some of the stuff the players are getting right now in the bubble <laughs> in Orlando. That's true. You know, here's a little bit of fruit and here's some crackers and here's a piece of bread. And I, I'm like, this is, they're not going to live on this. There's no way. There's going to be a revolt. There's no, there's no way athletes <laughs> are going to say, I can eat this. I mean, it's like 300 calories on a plate and that's supposed to be dinner. There's no way. But the good news is that according to Mark Stein, long time NBA insider, former ESPN, uh, now with New York Times, says that once the in the bubble, they get past the – uh, coronavirus tests coming back, and you get past the quarantine aspect of the bubble, the meals will get a lot better. And now, this is just, you know, no contact. Here's the food. It's, it's under a, uh, you know, a wrap. You have to open it up and eat it that way. I mean, it's still a load of crap that you got. You, really? You can't have other stuff come in? Really? You, you can't do other things? You can't have someone drop off a big sack of burgers or something? I mean, you got the greatest McDonald's in the world, supposedly, in the middle of Orlando. Uh, you know, I think there's other ways around it, but it's good to see that at least this is not going. Going to last a lot longer because I saw this and my God, you see players just falling over on the court. Why? All I've been doing is eating the food they're giving me. I mean, I'm really thin now. I mean, LeBron James will weigh 175 pounds trying to play and trying to drive. Try. He wouldn't be able to run up the floor at all and dunk. <laughs>
4: <laughs> you got them all
5: leaned out now.
4: Uh, I love it. I have it all look like Jokic. <laughs> yeah, say we get into the cage and through the security doors there and down the elevator we can't move. That's kind of where you were going. You went into a Saul Bloom, Carl Reiner, Ocean's 11 <laughs> cadence. As you said, now wait a minute. Once they get past this and into this and this part, yeah, I mean, why are you going to spend all your, your per diem money on guys that are only going to be there two weeks, three weeks? You know what? You, you you're gonna be here for a couple of days. We're gonna feed you the bare minimum. Maybe you get salty and you leave. I don't know. Wow. Maybe as team, you forfeit. You're getting the bare minimum. Done. But I but I'm Anthony Davis. I don't care if you're Betty Davis. You're getting the I, minimum. T- I, you're telling me the Lakers are gonna get the same <laughs> stuff as the the guys that are just there to finish out their eight games. Oh, do no so you chance. think it's gonna be
5: all right? LeBron, here's a steak.
4: Sacramento Kings. Ooh, I got some Cheez-Its. Here you go. Good luck, guys. Maybe they put that on their list of things they checked off that they liked. <laughs> and maybe they're just trying to accommodate their tastes. I don't know. <laughs> Sorry, guys, really. But how long are you gonna be around for?
5: I mean, I, 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 there's nothing we can do for you. I mean, yeah, what run. you want.
4: Just finish, <laughs> finish strong. <laughs> you had a good run. Don't Here's worry about some getting dull food whip. Or some dull whip. All have you can a eat. Dole whip. But you get to keep the glass.
5: So
7: don't yes. worry, it's it's, it's, Absolutely. A, it's yes, You Here, get to go keep into that the glass. tiki
4: room and finish the don't job. Don't worry.
5: <laughs> <laughs> Twitter it out about a fresca. Mike at swollen dome. The band is back together. We'll talk to you tomorrow. My buddy Ben Maller is coming up next. This is Fox Sports Radio.